to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's get ready to rock. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Double A here with your favorite local podcast at just another Friday night. We are live. We are here. It is Friday. You know what that means. We get our buzz on. We bullshit around. We talk uh, talk to everybody here that uh, wants to wait, uh, talk and listen, and jam out with us. Uh, and remember what we always like to say, seize the day and do whatever it takes. You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of the mind. A journey into the wondrous land of imagination. Next stop, the Twilight Zone. The hell? <laughs> Where are we just into right now? It's Friday. And why the <laughs> hell am I over here for? Why am I by myself? Up is down and black is white, Double A. What's what going on, my hell? brother? Welcome back to just another Friday night with... Is it Adam Adamantium now? What Man, the, hell? the whole the whole shtick here is uh is uh up to do about nothing, I guess. And MC Chuck, <laughs> Chuck MC. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Also, too, I'm I'm better dressed than I was for uh for work today. So uh, we'll lose the monkey suit for now. Uh, Double A, how was your week, man? What was going on in the world today? Uh, for my world, it sucked. <laughs> uh, my little Twilight Zone, it sucked. Yeah, uh, but it's Friday now. It's over. It's let, done. Let me tell you, brother, work felt like a true Twilight Zone for me to, this week as well, because it was completely not fun, completely insane and completely uh, a shitty week, <laughs> truly shitty week, man. So, uh, yeah, we're going to hope that tonight gets a little bit better. Uh, it will get better. Get a lot better <laughs> hanging out with the Friday Night Faithful and all you Friday Nighters. Guys, what are you thinking about uh, our, our weird little intro? Uh, who's in the house? You know how we like to do things. Uh, I'm going to seize control back here from Double A. Uh, doing a great job there uh, leading us in. Did you guys like that? Something different? Uh, one of my favorite uh, Garth Ennis pre uh, Punisher stories, Up is Down and Black is White. <laughs> that is a, a, a really, really cool uh, set there. But guys, uh, you know how we like to do things here. The first 30 minutes, we invite you to join us, join in the conversation. Uh, tell us what's up. Tell us hello. How was your week? How's your Friday night go going and getting started already? Uh, let us know who's in the house. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cousin Let here says, hi, love. Hi, handsome, hi, handsome hi, Carlitos. <laughs> uh, hi, beautiful Cousin Let. And she says, I thought it was only my catsy. Uh, no, sometimes we like to lead you down the path of disbelief uh, <laughs> into a realm of, of, what do they say? Imagination. Yeah, you know, like? yeah, so yeah. very cool. Uh, but I do have some stuff to kick us off. Okay. All right. So uh, number one, I don't think he's here. I'll wait a few minutes to see if he gets here. But first off, and I know you told me not to do this, but you, I did it. It was done. It was done by us because these were paid for by the Just Another Friday Night podcast. Guys, these are the headsets that Double A has on that we started with, and 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 I, you know, I've since bought myself a set. But Double uh, A had bought himself a set too, but his lovely wife uh, needed to make use of them. And, <laughs> need them for work. And and we don't we don't. Uh, hey, she's a nurse, so she gets she yeah. gets uh, 
she can do what she wants. But <laughs> but I went ahead and said, you know what? I got to take care of my podcast partner here. I got to get double A some, some new new swag, new gear, new drip, as the Damn. young people say. So uh, take a, let's get these all plugged in here for Damn. you, and then we'll get those taken care of, guys. So uh, for our audio listeners, man, uh, guys, what we're getting here is a, a brand new uh headset from one one audio those are the ones i wear they're giving us no money Damn. uh i wish they did um guys if y'all are listening it's got all the cool bells and whistles here double a but um yeah let me get you the right the right cord here but that's what we're doing uh double a adrenalize me or really you should be telling me to adrenalize <laughs> you we should, we're doing things backwards here and, and, I'll, and i'll read the news <laughs> so uh uh what's going on in the world of pop culture my brother anything happened this week interesting uh, they opened the uh, Avengers campus. Yeah, uh, so how cool that's, does that sound? Yeah, that's awesome. Man, uh, it looked great from the pictures I saw of Rob Layfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, just a great, great campus. I'm uh, gonna dis yeah disconnect your your that set, and I'm gonna plug in this set. And tell me how it sounds, bro. Bobrowski. Oh yeah. Much better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can adjust the up and down too on that. Okay. Yeah, guys. So Double H just got himself a, a brand new headset here for the audio listeners. We always want to let them keep them informed. Some people just listen to us just talk on on. on yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we've seen. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is kind of cool. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, man, Avengers Campus. Yeah, I the cannot Avengers wait Campus to see. came out. Uh, Cruella came out. I saw that movie. Oh, did you? Yeah, okay. I saw it. Uh, how I, was uh, Emma Stone? I, I liked it. It was good. It was set in seventies London. So. Uh, it had a, like a lot of uh, punk feel okay. of that scene. Okay, uh, you know, and the music was great. The soundtrack was great. You know, had the Doors, it had the Stooges, at Rolling Stones. Nice. Yeah, very different soundtrack. for uh, for like a Disney, a Disney movie. Yeah. You know, it, I had to remember it was a Disney movie a lot of times. You know, uh, Emma Watson is that the older actress? Yes. Yes. Right. I'm not. I'm. I'm I can't remember because I know there's like Emma Stone and then Hermione and, and Hermione, who is and, Emma. I don't even remember. Yeah. So, but she was in there. She did great. Okay. Yeah. Cool. She was awesome. Very nice. Uh, Very nice. Then we saw uh, the Quiet Place. Did we talk about that one? Uh, we didn't talk. We talked with Gabe that we had seen it, but we're not getting too much yeah. into it for a special reason, which we I, may reveal. I posted a story though that you know that was finally the reveal because you know. Uh, we didn't know still. It was right. kind of like, where did the creatures come from? Yeah. Right. So, and, and they don't, they can't see. So you're asking yourself, like, did these guys build a spacecraft? They don't seem like that and, type and of. Even uh, my wife was like, how the, how the hell did they pilot a spaceship? You know? Right. And I was right. like, uh, I don't know. So uh, if you go to the Friday Night Faithful, our group, I posted the, uh, the article that John Krasinski himself revealed where they came from. So that's, that's pretty right. cool. It was pretty cool. That's right. So yeah, a pretty neat article, uh, especially referring to, you know, how. Kind of like, because the the creatures in Quiet Place remind me very much of like the aliens from Alien. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they yeah. could, they you know, how do they travel? They don't seem like that. That yeah. their the hands are all like long. Yeah, and they're weird. intelligent, but they're not intelligent necessarily. Mm-hmm. Maybe in that way, like, be like, oh. right, right, like mechanically. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is so funny because you can use the xenomorph skin in Fortnite and you're like carrying guns. Oh, and like, okay. so it's like kind of weird. Okay, but um, but yeah, so he kind of says like you know like wherever they came from and they were like on this meteorite and they already had bodies that were immune to most things. So it's Mm -hmm. like pretty much if the meteors crashed here and they were on them, you know, like, like a disease. It's like, it kind of reminded me of uh, Venom with Tom Hardy Mm -hmm. about how like all those came from a meteor, you know, all the symbiotes, they came from a meteor. Or even what about our good friend, uh, Jordy from Creepshow, 
and he's got meteor shit. Meteor shit. Yeah. So a <laughs> uh, very scary man. So it's like a bird flew by your window, fucking. Me <laughs> <right now. laughs> um. Okay, I got something cool here. I don't think he's in the house tonight. I, I wish he would be. Justin uh, Martin, who co-created our logo along with the very beautiful and very talented Jessica Ortega, uh, but um, uh, he sent us a really cool care package. Uh, I already opened it and looked through it, so this is just the package. I don't know why I'm showing you that. Yeah. But he's doing some different things from when he initially started designing our logo. Here's his company. Uh, go check them out. Uh, let me see double A get that on there. There we go. Right there, graphicsplus.com. Yeah, graphics, graph X, like graphics, but graphicsplus.com. That's Justin. He's also on um, Instagram. He's on Facebook. He's been doing. He's out of Ohio, and he does some really cool stuff. So check out this first here, Double I, I love this because I don't see our logo like this very often in a vinyl, like, kind of Ooh. a vinyl cut, um, black and white in a round with a shape. There. I mean, uh, there you go. I know it's weird being on this side. Yeah, I know. It totally goes <laughs> Yeah, so that is That's some pretty cool. It's cool. a cool little bundle of stickers. Yeah. And then this right here, I don't know, man. We got to see if your wife will let us put this on the on her what I call the just another Friday night mobile. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> it is like a big old decal of our logo. Yeah. Uh, right there, and he had to alter the middle a little bit because you know our oh, decal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our, our decal being what it is. Uh, excuse me, our decal, our logo being what it is. We've heard this multiple times from people that help us, including uh, Amazing Annie over at um, Deuces Mercado. You know, this won't peel up on vinyl very easy, uh, our logo, because it's all the little dots, like the little the little mic microphone spray in there. So that's not going to work. So he kind of did like an alternate version, which I really do like, because it looks almost like a globe, uh, but it's mm -hmm. you know, the center global. part of the mic. We're going yeah, global. We're going global. And so that would be cool to go on a car. He sent us one in... in uh, in black and then he sent us one in red in red right here can you see nice nice you see that right there right look how badass that looks nice. so i want to slap one of these on somebody's car maybe my own <laughs> uh you know my sister drives it i don't drive it y'all know i don't drive but uh i mean i think that would be fucking pretty rad so double a I mean, we want to thank justin big time for that oh yeah 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 also, Justin, thanks a lot yeah man he redesigned like i said he redesigned our 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 facebook uh background yes um yeah. not facebook excuse me our youtube youtube background YouTube. you know previously we had the really cool classic comic books on there which i loved but um but you can see that in our videos yeah now. you can see that in our videos and also we only had it was only marvel books youtube has very specific specifications for what you can use for it they call a banner mm -hmm. it has to be a really specific size and so uh it was difficult to find to begin with and then when I when I did, you know, I was trying to find one that suited what we do here, whatever. You know, the thing about our logo is that it doesn't really say too much about us other than we're a podcast. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say what we talk about. It could be a sports podcast. It could be a, 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 a you know, a podcast about comic books, a podcast about movies. But we're a podcast about all those things. Everything, yes. So um, yes. it's kind of cool that we don't have anything that really discerns Which it, we so. do try to promote heavily. Uh, yeah. That we are everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so uh, so to get us get the really cool kind of um, what did you call it? Double A, the uh, the look the of Andy it. Warhol. Right. Right. Uh, and that was my my idea. I did. I pitched it to Justin and I was like, I wouldn't know how to make this happen. Maybe you do. And, and he did. So he took that. Um, he took that and, and and ran with it. And so if you go to our YouTube channel and hit subscribe, but please hit subscribe, you will see that really awesome banner there that is our uh, was created again by uh, the logo uh, pretty much designed uh, for uh, by by Jessica Ortega and then refined by Justin Martin. And then he slapped it into that super very cool uh, Andy Warhol ish uh, banner, uh, which I kind of 
you know, that's what I pitched out to him. And he was like, that's a great idea. And I, I can make that happen. And so we put that up and it's an awesome banner. And I have it now as the background too on, on the laptop that we use for our show every Friday. So, um, yeah, man, huge thanks to him and thank you for the stuff. So thanks, yeah, Justin. we've Appreciate got it. some more, uh, merch stuff, hopefully coming and stuff that we're going to be sending out. So, um, yeah, man, that's 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 coming your way. Uh, John, what's up, John? Yeah, Holty Bear in the house. What's up, Holty Bear? Hey, Roxanne, we yeah, got Roxanne. the we got the couple here. She says, "Oh, <laughs> that's awesome, black and white sticker." Yeah, very cool. I like it too. I got to find a, a place to stick one of those uh, soon, hopefully. Um, uh, I don't know if you saw. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure you did. Uh, <laughs> one of our one of our Friday Night Faithful, Rick. Uh, he <laughs> he found our sticker at the Luchador right, bar. The Luchador, yeah. That CM uh, stuck on there, so that was pretty damn cool. <laughs> and this little package is our last medium, and it is going to your daughter. Yes. So yeah. that is for her. I make sure she gets that. And there's stickers in the back. I hope that she will promote us at her school. She will. <laughs> and uh, that'll be really awesome. She so will. I did not know she wanted one. I heard that from from my lady, uh, and she told me she's like, you know, who said they wanted a shirt? And I said, oh man, that's cool. I said, well, she's obviously the 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 uh, the direct lineage here, the princess of just another Friday night. So uh, for sure, we're always happy to to accommodate. But um, yeah, double A. Uh, what what else? Well, else? Uh, for a lot of people, this is the first week of summer, mm -hmm. uh, so that's it. School is out for a lot of people. Alice uh, Cooper. Yeah, there you go. School's, School's out, man. That song out. will never get oh, old. Uh, Loki premiering in a few days, yeah, man. man can't wait days. for that one. Yeah, yeah. We definitely want to tackle that. I don't know if we're going to do it like we've done other series, tackle it as a whole. It's going to be a but... week by week, though. I believe. Yeah, so. and the neat thing will be that it'll be come out Wednesday. So if we ever did want to chop up an episode yeah, or a yeah, few we'll episodes, we'll be there on yeah, time. Yeah. We could do it. We could do it like maybe yeah. like three or Which two. Which I was like, yes. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, that show I was talking about a few weeks ago on Netflix, that Jupiter's Legacy oh, yeah. or landing, whatever, mm -hmm. it got canceled. So right. I was like, okay, well, maybe I don't waste my time so I watching that, it. <laughs> I read that it got canceled, but that they were already talking about spin-offs. They already have a spin-off sign, but okay. still, it's kind of like, oh. Uh, Did okay. you watch your way through it? No, I didn't. I was about to start because, like I said, it was written by Mark Miller, but now they canceled it. But Interesting. I am getting pumped up because they have announced the cast for Sandman. Uh, I'm a huge Sandman fan, so I can't wait for this. Um, mm -hmm. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be epic. It's going to be great. It's going to be on Netflix. Yeah. So I can't wait for that. I always thought that was a really cool series, a really cool concept. It is. You know what I mean? uh, the art, the Morpheus visual, the storytelling. Yeah. yeah. Neil Gaiman is uh, pretty underrated when it comes to like his comic writing. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, mm -hmm. I know he's had novels, you know, Coraline, American Gods, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. He's even uh, really big in Norse mythology, but uh, man, the Sandman series, I think that's what really launched uh, Vertigo yeah. uh, to be that kind of like that edgy uh, non-entity of DC, you know, that kind of, and it helped too, because, uh, you know, they signed up Garth not too long after yeah. that, they signed up that's Grant right. Morrison, that's you know, right. it was that huge British invasion yeah, man. that happened, you know, uh, we had like what, Pre uh, Preacher come out, mm -hmm. we had... Um, Hitman, right? Uh, yeah, was would you would you call Constantine part of that and all that, or was he yeah, still well, kind he, of? You know? I mean, yeah, he he fought in Constantine a few well, times. You know, Hellblazer it was yeah. Hellblazer in yeah. there, but yeah, oh, it was a vertical title. Yeah, vertical yes, title. yes it was a vertical, vertical title. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it was definitely like a golden age of, uh, of yeah, vertical for, all that for kind sure, of stuff. man. And yeah. that was like the edgy stuff. If, and... if there was always one thing I did like about DC more than Marvel, it was that line. Mm -hmm. And Marvel tried producing a line like that a few times, and it just it never carried over. I think the only really successful launch they had was punisher yeah but that was right, by garth Max. ennis yeah. you know <laughs> yeah 
Uh, and, you know, again, sometimes it's kind of like, you know, we talk about with wrestling a lot or whatever. It's like, don't stray away from what's your bread and butter. You know what I mean? Like you do, do what works for you, do mm-hmm. your things. Cause those things, you know, again, like Marvel and DC with the movies, it's like DC tries to follow Marvel and copy that format doesn't work for you. Go with what works for you. Do yeah, the things like, that you like know. DC has some good stuff. Like their animated stuff just beats Marvel mm-hmm. out of the water. It blows yeah. it out of the water, yeah. you know, and that vertical line, man, that was a huge selling point for DC for me. Yeah. You know, after a while, you kind of get tired of reading about superheroes. You kind of want to read about this kind of other interesting stuff that they have over here. And man, vertical was that. You know? And that's the fantastic thing. I think that we love most about comic books as a medium is that it's just like, you know, it's, I'm still reading a comic book. I'm still getting visuals of mm-hmm. uh, amazing, incredible art that is, you know, usually in our opinion, unmatched by, you know, that you can see anywhere in the world, um, you know, but it's presented in that format. You know what I mean? You get great writing like Gaiman, like yeah. you know, Alan yeah. Moore, uh, you know, Mark Miller, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Jeff Loeb, you know, Grant those Morrison, guys, yeah, yeah, Grant Morrison, those guys are doing amazing stuff, but it's in the format of comic books, which makes it like kind of more endearing to us, whatever. And it does because yeah. like when you're reading it at 15, you might not understand some mm-hmm. of the characters what they're going through until you're around 27. Then you're like, when you go back and read a preacher comic, you're like, <laughs> I yeah. don't know what Jesse was talking about there now. Yeah. You know, you know exactly. like how he would say, like, you know, he lived in a shit part of texas but he would go to like san antonio or austin to party right you know i was right. like yeah you know, how many of us have done that now you know we go somewhere else to party you know so it's it's interesting the stuff that when you as you get older you, you relate more to kind of like the vertical style definitely yeah. man definitely and it's cool because you know as we grew up like you know double a said we wanted to read some more mature material or whatever and i was like you know but we still love comics or yeah, whatever you know yeah. what i mean so it's kind of like it goes hand in hand it's like something for everybody there you know we've talked about movies that are based on stuff like that like road to perdition or mm-hmm. whatever very heavy you know, very, I, you know i was surprised it was based on a graphic i was like wow <laughs> and, and it's not to say that we don't love reading regular books you know i mean it's just no. you know sometimes a comic book is just easier to pick up you know what i mean yeah <laughs> i mean so you know it's like regular books are are, are you know fantastic or whatever sometimes it feels like a commitment like when you're going to start a new show it's like i don't want to start a new show Uh, yeah (laughs) oh that's speaking of that uh i got to we got i got to and i'm sure you got to wrap up mayor of east town yes how did you feel about that i liked it man it was awesome you know what's funny though and i'm glad i didn't see it but stephen king actually predicted it like seven hours before the show no kidding uh, started that he knew who the killer was i was like oh wow it did a really great job. I liked it a lot. Good I'm glad twist. you got into it. Yeah, I'm man. Really glad. Yeah. Me and Jess finished it uh, the other night. We really loved uh, it. Where did you watch it? On Max or on regular? Because uh, I heard they had a huge crash on Max. Oh, really? Like, for no that one, show? Yeah, no one can see it for like almost two or three hours. Oh, it, yeah. We didn't if, watch it the day If you're just of. straight streaming. Yeah. 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 Thank gosh we I, we managed to avoid spoilers Ooh, without anything. Man. But yeah, we didn't watch it really till like yesterday or the day well, before. There was no spoilers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one yeah. saw it. <laughs> So for us, we didn't get to, we didn't watch it. Really well, that's like good. Yesterday. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, it seemed like everyone was pretty happy with the ending, how it went. So I, I think so too. Very tight, very satisfactory. Now uh, the thing is, though, everybody wants to see season two. two. I don't know. Uh, I was really up for it on True Detective, and then what happened in True Detective season two? Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, mm. and you know what's funny? That show was well acted. It was. It was a really well yeah. acted show, and it looked good mm-hmm. too. It just that story in season two was weak, was but season deep. three was fantastic. It was good, but man, not as good as season one though. Vince Vaughn miscast, and you know Colin Farrell. I don't know Rachel McAdams. I don't know if she was good for that kind of role. Uh, His redhead uh, wife was a uh, good looking yeah. gal, but but again, I felt like 
you know, her performance, I was kind of like, what, what are you, are you supposed to be on something? I don't know, it was, man. I don't know. It was tough. It was, it tough. was hard to watch. And then, you know, that Taylor, you know, Kitsch or whatever, yeah. you know, that was the time when he was like, everyone was pushing him hard. You know, he was in Battleship, which was a huge production. He was in uh, John Carter mm-hmm. from Mars. That's right. You know, That's he right. was in Wolverine, Wolverine Origins. Origins so, man, it was just like, this was like, almost like the death knell for him. For him, I haven't really seen him in any other movies. Yeah, after that. hey man, it's kind of like when they force feed you down the so the, the people's yeah. throat, then it doesn't yeah. work out. It's like, I felt like out. that with him too. I, yeah. I was like, I think they were forcing him down yeah. their throats. And... So, how about some DC stuff? Some kind of images have come out already. They've shown like the new Shazam costume. Did you get a chance? I to look liked at it? it a lot cool. better. I hated the costume in part one. It, to... it looked fake. Okay, it looked like he just put on the suit, the rubber to suit. make it look big. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like, man, this suit sucks. Yeah, you know, it was like, better. I yeah, agree. yeah, I think so too. Because I was like, man, when he goes up against uh, the Rock, you know, the Rock's not having padding on. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't rock, need it. The Rock has a superhero body. <laughs> I was like, damn. The Rock know? might opt for actual real spandex. Just be like, no, just, just, just yeah, pull it over just these straight muscles. up. Yeah, you know man. what I mean. Uh, I was that saying, dude looks like a fucking monster. <laughs> dude, him, and, him and Henry Cavill, man, I really would like to see them mix it man. up, man, in some type of movie show, something. You know what I mean? Like He's I said, hoping. For Henry Cavill, he's like dying for him, yeah, to go up against him as Superman. But I don't know, man. It looks like Henry Cavill's got some other stuff, and I don't know what Warner Brothers is doing, man. If, if Warner Brothers wants to make a fucking mint, you just say I'm going to give you 20 minutes of these two just fucking fighting <sighs> in space man. or something, going through mountains, uh, an almost Dragon Ball Z style fight. <laughs> People will line up around the fucking block for that shit. You know, I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> the story could suck. You know what I mean? It could be a fucking Phantom Menace type story. Just give me that battle at the end. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm there for it big time. Um, and the other suit that we got a real tight glimpse of what is supposedly to be in the Flash movie, the Michael Keaton Batman ah, suit. Okay, okay. It looked a little bit armory. The yellow bat signal back had a blood splatter on it. It's kind of very uh, Watchmen-ish the way they did it. <laughs> um, it looked cool. I mean, you yeah. know, you're just like, man. Am hey, I you gonna know what? Just... I'm just pumped up just to see Keaton back. You know, One was, more time. I was like, wow, he's actually suiting up, man. So yeah. that's cool. Um, uh, kind of back on the Marvel scene, but it looks like they're really going to go pretty heavy with the Sinister Six, huh? Now that they cast uh, Craven, yeah, I was like, yeah. wow! Now you got Vulture, now you got Morbius coming up, now you got Craven, you got Mysterio, who some people say isn't dead. Mm-hmm. You know, they're saying that that was an illusion. Uh-huh. So, man, now you're you're kind of rounding up the. And they're bringing back Rhino, from what I understand. Is Paul Giamatti? I think so. Wow, that's cool. I was like, hmm. So there was or six. There was a lot of great casting in those movies and a lot of good things. And it was just kind of like, man, it was just in the wrong hands. You know, that's why I feel like Hugh Jackman got cheated or whatever. He did get cheated. A good Wolverine movie. You know, they should should definitely, you know, Marvel's got the swag and the power and the pull. And I think he did at one time say the only time he would ever do it again is if he could be with the Avengers. Now, obviously, we don't have Chris Evans and and uh robert downey anymore but you but... know what just to see him though in a marvel movie i think would do wonders for him yeah you know that'd be awesome i mean a, a a cap although i love logan as an end for his story but you know a, a cap you know a, a him and captain america type thing the history would, would be Man, cool even from black widow yeah because they all have three have a history definitely you know? back so, it up a little bit that'd be awesome so, uh, John, of course, uh, says best Batman ever, Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton. For sure. You're man. not the only one for there. Sure. Uh, most people have always said he is the best Batman. Definitely. Um, Definitely. I don't know how I feel 
for I mean, you probably I probably do agree with that. Are you with that? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. As much as I love the 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 Christopher Nolan series, I mean, I, I think that those That's are just throws me off. Yeah, okay. those are always my favorites. Those those originals. Uh, so you know, well, just the Batman that. though. If you're just talking about Batman, right? I would say Michael right. Keating. You yeah. know, now best Batman movie is the Nolan one. Yeah, the story story wise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was reading an article the other day that was saying kind of how those those movies didn't do any favors for Batman by making it too serious. And I was really? like, oh, it's kind of neat to see what um, Batman would be like in the real world. It know? actually like, seemed you know. cool. Like I always thought, the Dark Knight it would actually be a perfect crime movie. Mm-hmm. You know, if you took away the suits, that's yeah. a really good crime movie. Yeah, for sure. You know, for the, sure. the, the commissioner and the DA trying to take down the mob. Yeah. And then you have this loose cannon here that yeah. just wants to blow up the whole world. You it know could have I mean? easily been a, a, yeah, you're right. That's right. what I'm really saying. It had movie. like a lot of feeling like a heat almost, mm-hmm. you know, which uh, is the movie. Cool. I mean, to translate that into a superhero movie, superhero movie or whatever is like, you know, like yeah. I said, I mean, it was so rooted in yeah. what it felt like, you know, uh, could the Joker be just didn't seem like Joker. He seemed right. like just a, a nut, a badass yeah. anarchist, but that knew what he was doing, you yeah. know. So pretty interesting, pretty very interesting. much so, man. But yeah, very Michael so. Keaton, man, back. You know, I'm excited for it. I'm there for it. Um, and and this was it Birdman? Too. Was it Birdman that convinced DC to maybe uh, give him another shot? Oh. <laughs> yeah, we should do that movie. Yeah. We should cover that movie. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> supposedly he would always whisper into Tom Holland's ear. You know, when they were close together, that he would be. He would say, "I'm Batman." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And he's fucking badass as Vulture, man. I mean, like that that, that performance yeah. is kind of underrated. And I feel like not many people talk about that first movie that much. And I'm like, oh, that one's really good. Like, I like you know. Far From Home better. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I think Keaton has uh, is that whole scene. You know, I, I know this might piss off a lot of people, but I'm still not really big on Tom Holland. You know? Yeah, no, no, no. It, um, it's funny. Uh, one of the I don't know uh, what it is. I mean, he seems to have it down like as a teen Spider Man, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe I just want my Spider Man a little bit more serious, more experienced. Maybe so. I don't know. It, it yeah, I think it's different strokes for different folks for sure on that because I I like the Tom Holland uh, Spider Man a lot. But I, I do also, too. I do too. I'm not saying he's bad. It's just. Uh, it has it really gripped me, right? You know, right. I also feel like I'm like in the moment of like, oh, these are like, you know, this is Spider Man right now, and so like, and those movies are most recent, and so well, you know, I I'm, think I'm into it. Like I think that. what it is is like, you know, I like those kind of like Spider Mans from like the '80s where Peter was like a little bit older. He was already mm-hmm. married to Mary Jane, so it was you know, kind of like Toby. Toby kind of seemed like that kind of Spider Man. You know, where Tom Holland is kind of like that Steve Dicko Spider-Man. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, the still young guy Spider-Man. And yeah. maybe they went that route because they felt like, well, we can get a lot more um, years out of Tom Holland. You know if, I mean? Yeah, so, if they do. I mean, hopefully they do. Hopefully it don't take fucking five years to do another one. Man, I, yeah. I don't mind having the same actor if he keeps going. You know? Right, right. Uh, so, yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, good stuff, man. Yeah, I was reading uh, this week also on uh, – one of the hosts of the Tis the Podcast the show that Anthony Caruso ah, was uh-huh. saying about uh, unpopular Spider-Man opinions uh, was trending on Twitter or whatever. <laughs> so the one that I posted was the one we've all talked about, that Uncle Ben, you know, talking about responsibility <laughs> yeah. so much, didn't really have great life insurance in the <laughs> yeah. event something happened. And the guy lives in New York in Queens. It's I like, could have been mugged or murdered at any time. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, hey, man, you should have been. You know, more prepared to take care of You're Aunt fucking May. old. And, like, uh, really? You didn't have any money saved? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you know, not to put a shot on Uncle Ben because I love Uncle Ben. Maybe the insurance premiums were too fucking high and you couldn't pay him, all right? I mean, that I get. Maybe. So. Either way, you know, not the, not the best situation, obviously, for the Parkers in that, um, in that scenario. Real quick, man, where do you think they're going to go with the Craven story, man? Uh, you think this is the big game hunter? Just, you know, because obviously they're not going to do uh, 
you know, the the hunt, the, the Craven's, Craven's last, last hunt. hunt. Yeah, you know, obviously, I, I think you can build to that though. I mean, he look, he's a young dude. Yeah, he's, he's a, a very guy. young dude, yeah. but older than Tom Holland. Mm -hmm. You know, so he does have that look where he's way older. You yeah, know? so. Man, yeah. I mean, that'd be pretty fun, right? I wonder how they're going to do it. Is he going to be like a celebrity? Like, I think he was in Ultimate Spider-Man. Right. That's you know? right. Yeah. <laughs> kind of almost like a, like a Steve Irwin, yeah. like a dark yeah. Steve Irwin. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm interested to see, too. I, I think so. I hope they build to Craven's Last Hunt, though, maybe yeah. in some type of trilogy or something yeah. like that. But uh, definitely. Uh, Steve in the house says, cheers. Cheers to you, Steve. So, like, I can't talk because I'm not <laughs> drinking. So uh, uh, John says, we need college Spider-Man. Okay. Oh, that was Toby. Yeah, I think that was definitely Toby. Just calling hey, David him. says, hello, Ben is dumb. Damn, Ben is dumb. <laughs> uh, David Lopez, uh, welcome, man. Uh, glad to have you in the house, brother. We appreciate you joining us here. Uh, you know, we're, I don't know if we're earlier on time. It just feels like the sun is out forever now. So, so uh, Until like 8.30. So. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? A classic uh, long Texas day here. So plenty of time to be out in the water and do what you got to do uh, in regards to that. So uh no comics no pickups for us really this uh, week. actually yes i do it's do right it? next to the refrigerator oh, okay. right so this was like a huge haul for me uh i'm a huge daredevil fan and i try to get every key issue so this issue is the first appearance of typhoid mary oh uh, very nice you know i picked it up at a pretty good price and again it's just another key daredevil issue so i was really happy about this one and that character her figure is very difficult to find because i've been oh, looking really? for a single figure yeah she came oh. out as part of a venom series and the build a figure was a ah. venom which my nephew's been trying to build for years <laughs> the now. hard part right yeah and he's not missing two key figures one is spider ham and one is her or whatever which is like the torso and one of the legs that's why i asked it. why gladiator was so expensive and it was because he had the headpiece of glad yeah. of galactus yeah. or something check this out man the the pieces by themselves go up for sale online i found that leg for 16 dollars. i was like nuts man 16 dollars just for the nuts. leg i want the whole damn because somebody wants a leg yeah maybe that's what they're missing exactly <laughs> they're exactly. like fuck the toy kind of like <laughs> kind of like when you're at the chicken dinner and it's like they're out of everything and you just wanted a leg you know yeah. so yeah. uh guys we're uh getting real close to our first 30 minute block you know what we do we take a quick break we read through the comments we interact we chat with you guys we invite you to join the conversation that we're having tonight what do you think about our weird opening what do you think about us being on opposite sides what do you think about adam adamantium versus adamantium adam he's still double a but only in reverse and how about chuck mc i don't know that's that i'm not really feeling it but maybe mc chuck if i was beatboxing so like that but either way guys we're going to take a quick break uh after that uh that's for only for our audio listeners uh if you're joining us on facebook live we're not going anywhere we're going to be right here with you sitting throughout that break let our audio load up and then we'll be right back as uh chuck woolery used to say in two and two huh? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, thanks so much for joining us, uh, hanging out with us during that quick, brief break where you hear me spit a little spiel. If you're listening to us on audio, it's the only 30-second uh, commercial that we do. If you're listening to us uh, throughout the rest of the show, you might hear a brief blip when we cut out at the 30-minute mark. Uh, so that way we can interact with you, the fans, uh, have you join in the conversation and talk with us on Just Another Friday Night. Uh, and, of course, if you're joining us on Facebook Live, we do go live every Friday night on Facebook uh, so that you can join the conversation live and add in your content, and, and we'll talk about that. And 
this later on goes up on YouTube, where we need you to please, please, please subscribe. We're up at 54 uh, subscribers. We got to get to that magic number 100 in order to change our name. Uh, and, uh, more. Yeah, no, we're, not, we're not far away. Um, and we were being harassed to twerk last week, and and uh, I guess today would have been the perfect time for that. But you know what I mean. I'm gonna get with Nene about that and see what we can do about that. But we did another different type of video this uh, earlier before this episode on our TikTok. Went out on our TikTok, on our Instagram, and on our Facebook, uh, our Facebook story. Uh, check it out at J A F N Podcast where you can see that, and we'll tell you all about what we're talking about tonight, guys. Uh, as I said earlier. You're traveling through a dimension, uh, not just of the mind, of sight and sound, but of the mind. Uh, and in the early incarnations of the show, they call it the fifth dimension. So we're here tonight in the Twilight Zone. Uh, that's why we're backwards. That's why our names are flipped. You know, you can hear the music, right? <laughs> Please check out our TikTok. Uh, Double A did a great job directing that. It came out really cool. Uh, I thought it was, it was awesome because uh, TikTok also had, you know, you search certain things on TikTok uh, or Instagram. Yeah. Double A, and you don't find anything. You're like, oh, you man, show I don't, me. I don't I'm like, wow, that's like, surprising. It's so limited. Like, yeah. no one likes this. Like, you know, yeah. but then I searched that and everything came up. Yeah. I was like, wow, neat. Like, there must be still a lot of really big fans of this fantastic and show. And that's what I'm saying. It just, it's the stories are so good that people, get hooked generations mm -hmm. get hooked on this show you yeah. know yeah me so. and my girlfriend watch it uh, all the time we love it like i said it's kind of our go to sleep show uh we want we love just black and white stuff uh, movies especially her she got me more into it and uh you know this is one that we just both just love and agree on mm -hmm. now uh double a tell us you know the reason why we're doing this guys between memorial day and between d-day like double a said is a way to like i said for us to honor uh you know the military and and obviously those we lost and 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 yeah, again, we have family know. that served retired you know all branches mm -hmm. and we live in military city yeah. usa san antonio texas so double a tell us a little bit about the man himself the creator yeah so rod serling man he was uh he was a world war ii vet you know he served uh as soon as he got out of high school he started he joined and enlisted in 1943 uh did all his training you know around the country and then he got stationed in the philippines japan uh, which he said he was, uh, he hated. He was hoping he would get stationed in Germany mm. <laughs> so he can fight Hitler. Ah. Uh, you know? But um, golly, the experiences from what I've read about him is, you know, seeing people die every day, uh, freak accidents. You know, there, there. he said one story of uh, a guy that was doing like a comedy routine and like a care package, like one of those big crate, you know, just came in cut his head off right Holy off shit. you know are you serious yeah i mean it was just what like wow so he said he saw death every day over there and let me tell you something in the 40s you know japan was a, a powerhouse nation. oh yeah uh those guys were no surrender nothing mm -hmm. okay i mean it was kamikazes boom 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 even when they knew they were losing they were not saying no you know yeah. it wasn't until the u.s dropped two atomic bombs and kind of bluffed them and said we have more and we will destroy your whole country you know that they finally said okay yeah enough but yeah. golly for two years of probably seeing all that kind of death and mayhem uh you know he had ptsd throughout his whole life you know the all that kind of stuff and it really influenced his his you know lifestyle it, it you know his point of view uh, he wrote it down. I mean, you can tell now after reading it, you can tell in his writing in some of these episodes that you're like, okay, shit, you know, he's talking, uh, you know, yeah. like, like uh, dictatorships are, 
awful, mm -hmm. you know, oh, yeah. that human life is worth something, mm -hmm. you know, and we have to be different. We have to be, you know, we, we can't be all one individual, right. you know, we have to be ourselves. We have to be different speak up and fight back and There's, all that kind of stuff some of the messages in the show are very indirect but you kind of get where he's going which i love though yes i love too. how he does that yeah it's it's a you very know? uh it's a very um when you're seeing this as a kid mm -hmm. you're not understanding you're like oh man you know that alien blah 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 you know right until you get older and you're like oh yeah okay you know yeah. that's what he was really laying in you you know it's a it's a subtle and a and a and a interesting way to keep you know something into your life that is important uh and some of those messages like i said are very indirect however some of the messages are very direct very and it's direct. very on the nose yes. now we watched double a had me watch because i said he said why don't we talk about rod sterling on the twilight zone i said man that's fantastic i love the twilight zone and i immediately thought of the gremlin the little boy yeah, uh you know, awesome. they're, they're, yeah. they're, you know they're you know uh there's so many, so classes, many. The, the the pig noses yeah you know what i mean and that's another good one too because mm -hmm. in that one you know everyone wants to look the same exactly you know right? the, the messages still apply today easily yeah um and, you know that was uh eye of the beholder i you know, the beholder the, right the, the classic line you know beauties in the eye of the beholder mm -hmm. you know so um but we didn't watch those Double A gave me a, a very specific short list, five six episodes. Five. five I was episodes. I have it on my phone. If you if you want if you want to hand it back, I can tell you which ones we watched. And, uh, and they're basically kind of like uh, war, some of his war mm -hmm. episodes or something. Saying you know, just really you can tell bothered him, and he wrote about it. You know. Yeah. And um, I've yeah. got it up right here so that we can talk about Go it. Ahead. We watched the obsolete man, the Purple Testament, two Death's Head Revisited. Mm. A quality of mercy and the encounter. So mm -hmm. it was a total of uh, six episodes. Oh, six. Okay. Yeah, and uh, only one of these I had already seen. Like I said in my nightly viewings of watching. Sometimes I don't watch it with the sound off uh, because I just got it on. And mm -hmm. you know, what I mean, like I said, I'm falling asleep to it. Or I'm lowering the volume slowly mm -hmm. as I fall asleep. Uh, but I had only the only one I had seen was two. But um, yeah. So let me ask you something, though. Before we get further, okay. we get right into the actual episodes. I noticed when I was browsing that it goes season one, mm -hmm. two, three, five. Why is there no oh, season wow. four okay. uh, on Netflix anyway? Okay, there is a season four, and but those are hour-long episodes. So really? I'm kind of surprised it's not on there. So that's weird. Okay, so okay. They're, they're missing from Netflix. Yeah, then. no, season four was all like one-hour episodes. Okay. And a lot of those are really good, too. Uh, that sucks that they don't have it. I didn't wow. know that. Yeah, wow. it okay. skipped. And I was like, oh, is this like a Twilight Zone thing? Like it skips? Wow. Like they're not here or whatever? That blows. Because uh, some of those are really good. Yeah, unless they're somewhere else that I can't find them. You know what I mean? But at least when I just go to the all record, right. I didn't even have to like search Twilight Zone because it's in my uh yeah. yeah like last time i watched it which was like probably a couple of days mm -hmm. ago so it was just interesting that, oh that's weird know. okay so they don't have the hour-long episodes that's weird yeah i just saw one on sci-fi uh, unless they're you somewhere know? else they might be somewhere else in in netflix but when i searched okay. twilight zone that was that's weird you know, or like i said i didn't search twilight zone i already had it in my feed so mm -hmm. i went to that mm -hmm. particular one but uh because i would imagine like usually when netflix has like one thing of a property they have it all yeah. so i wonder if the twilight zone movie is on there I remember always liking that movie too, yeah. and being really scared by the beginning yeah. with Dan Aykroyd. Uh, I was <laughs> yeah. always freaked out by that yeah. that opening. You know, you want to see something really scary. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that scared me as a kid. Um, I remember obviously the Bur uh, Burgess Meredith episodes. I mean, uh, yeah, those are classic. A Twilight Zone uh, legend, right the, there. The, in one of the episodes we're going to talk about, but uh, uh, the first William one, Shatner, William too. Shatner, you know, yeah, another Twilight Zone legend. <laughs> um, but. Uh, I mean, yeah, man, it's just just a super fantastic show. So I was wondering, you you so you did know why that's missing on, wow, on there? Wow, that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. Um, 
but I didn't know that those were hour long episodes. Yeah, and obviously yeah. it's had other incarnations. It's come back. Comes back every yeah, ten so years I've, or so. I've seen years. the eighties version. I've mm-hmm. seen. I think they had one even in the nineties or early two thousands, and then I've seen the one that uh, Peel. Yeah, yeah, Jordan Peel. Yeah, Jordan I, Peele I haven't done. seen any of his versions, and they never grabbed me because it's like you said with those. They always really try to give you a forced message. Okay, and that's what I just hate so much. I'm yeah. like, it, you can always tell it's current events, and yeah. they always put the current event into their episodes. Right. And I'm kind of like, golly, but Rod Serling did it like so good in a science fiction way, and you didn't feel it, you know, you didn't feel that message, and, and it's sunk into you, you know, he Miyagi's you, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. you don't even know it until you get older, and you're like, oh, wow, that was really cool, but you know, it wasn't like force. It wasn't in your face like right. these other reincarnations have done. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I never really get into it. Now, there was one cool episode. I think it was when Forrest Whitaker was there. They actually did a sequel to the Billy Mummy one. Uh, the boy who controlled the town. Really? Yeah. They did a part up? two. Yeah. Because in the end of that one, he takes off with the. Uh, yes, with but the he lady. has a daughter. Ah. So he does. There is a part two yeah. of that. And I don't know where that's available, uh, but that was a really cool episode. And I didn't realize it until just the other day, uh, me and my girlfriend revisited the, the movie, and it's like they kind of remade mm-hmm. some of the. They did uh, the plane the, with John Lithgow. That's that was right. William Shatner. Yeah, that's the, boy, the boy. The you boy. Know? Yeah. You're yeah. a bad man. You're a very yeah. bad man. Yeah. But they <laughs> so, made a part two, and he came out. Now, yeah. the original actor is that right yes okay yes. cool yeah. very cool yeah. that's that, that's see i would go back and look up those that and was check cool. those out myself yeah. but um yeah so the other question i had double was i want to ask you is did rod serving write all the episodes no, he okay. wrote 92 of the 152 oh, that's a, that's but if you look point. at some of the writers it's kind of like certain big names okay uh, some of those big science fiction names so he didn't have like Ray Bradbury. You know, uh, I wonder if he did any. I can't remember, but I, re- I remember seeing some of the names, and I was mm-hmm. kind of like, "Oh shit, wow, okay." Yeah, cool. I know Philip K. Dick is another uh, big, yeah. you know, yeah, sci-fi. Yeah, so I'm curious if they ever did anything with the with the Twilight Zone, but um, yeah, guys, so we we love it. It's a great show. I can't stand up about it. If you've never watched it, go check it out. Uh, I would any say episode, a, yeah. a precursor to Tales from the Dark Side. Oh and, yeah, and all that yeah. Stuff. You know, Big I know time. my dad talks about uh, some of those Planet Terror. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are more focused on horror, love those. horror yeah. stuff. Yeah. See, Twilight Zone is not really focused particularly on horror. It's almost just like he says. Well, remember too, he was on CBS, so right, he could probably only go so far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's also so like it's kind of cool in a sense that it's not like that because it's just more like a make you think, yes. like like what the fuck. Like some are feel good episodes, some are like really terrifying episodes. Mm-hmm. You know. And mm-hmm. some are just like out there. <laughs> yeah, some of these are, are were, were pretty uh, out there and pretty yeah. terrifying. Yeah. So uh, let me check where we're at time wise. Oh, we got plenty. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. get let's get into our okay, first episode, cool. man. I want to uh, jump in and talk about it, and I want you guys to jump in and talk to us about it. Tell us if you've yeah, seen tell these us your favorite episodes. Yeah, what are your favorite episodes? What do you think about the episodes that we we're talking about? What do you think about the message that was there? What are some of the episodes that you like and the message that they had that you really loved and enjoyed? Uh, Rod Serling, uh, veteran. Um, Military man, yeah. the Twilight Zone guys. Uh, we are in the fifth dimension itself. In fact, it's almost like everything is backwards right now. Like double- comic book guy, right? What is, what is this bizarre world? <laughs> <laughs> double A's on that side, and his name is backwards, and I'm on this side, and my name is backwards, and I got on work clothes and my after hours, and we're <laughs> drinking water instead of sweet, sweet adult beverages. <laughs> It's okay. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Double A. Straight edge. Do you man. know what straight edge means to you? Uh, I do not. Tell me. It means I'm better than you. That's right. That is true. If you're straight CM edge, punk. don't drink, don't smoke. 
See that? CM Punk. <laughs> Go look that up, guys. Uh, okay, Dilly, start off. The Obsolete Man. Yes. So this is my favorite Twilight Zone. Really? Yes. All time. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. I love the message. I love what it says, you know, and it's very direct mm-hmm. to World War II, mm-hmm. you know. But it so, doesn't take place in World War II. It's like a, like no, a, like a despondent way, it's future. way in the future. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, where someone has finally figured out how to take over uh-huh. and eliminate people by the millions. And how many times have we seen this? This is done in Equilibrium, one of our favorite movies. Yes. We should get into that yes. movie one day. Yes. Equilibrium, mm-hmm. uh, V for Vendetta. Uh, I mean, 1984. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the, the best one. You okay. Know? Pretty much, guys, a, a despondent future. The government is in complete control. Books are outlawed. Reading pretty is much, outlawed. Pretty much, if we have like a, a job that the government doesn't think is worthy enough you're obsolete mm-hmm. so he's a librarian so that's obsolete yeah. there you know uh what what else would be obsolete uh, uh probably know. podcasters would definitely be obsolete i would imagine anyone in the entertainment industry obsolete uh, comedians you know you don't you need know, that comedian writers yeah. would be obsolete you know uh you know. if you're not doing like a like a trade pretty much um you know that's going to be useful to contribute to society you're obs- anything artistic all artists would probably yeah, be music. musicians yeah you know what I mean? Uh, you know, comic book you're, writers. You're, yeah, you're any useless. writer. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I would, I would want to say uh, movies, maybe. Even. Yeah, I would say any, any of the things that we love, any things that probably truly bring you joy, you're probably not there. Toy makers, candy makers, things like that. Mm-mm. I mean, you know, probably they're probably living off of a base sustenance food that you just need to live. Uh, pretty much a joyless all, life. It sounds. Yeah, like. they're all about Hitler's ideals, mm-hmm. the, the perfect you know, representation of man, of woman. Right. You know, no elderly, no yeah, weak, no, no weak, you know, no sick, yeah. no anything. So you imagine know. you had any children that were special needs or disabled. It's special like, they're needs, get rid of homosexuals, uh, mm-hmm. you know, anything that ruffles the feathers yeah. of, of, just society. pretty much like what Hitler did in the concentration camps. It, it yeah. wasn't just Jews. It was everyone they thought was imperfect. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Definitely in the in the camps. And the star of this episode is Burgess Meredith. Yes. You guys know him, might know him as Mick from from Rocky. Yeah, that'd be a good one. You yeah, might know probably, him as yeah. uh, the Penguin from the, the 1966 Batman. If but you're into the grumpy old men movies, I, you know? yeah, 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 a pound of bacon. Uh, I love Burgess Meredith, man. A <laughs> yeah. fantastic yes. actor. Yes. Uh, you get to see him really young in these, and he still looks older. <laughs> so you know, now tell me about the main guy, the uh, the, the chancellor, whoever he was. That's chancellor. Did, did, he's there seen go. other stuff, right? We I know I know him from stuff. I've seen him from other stuff. Okay. Uh, I know he's done Twilight Zone episodes too. Okay. So he's kind of like one of the, one of those guys that Rod always kept using. But mm-hmm. pretty much the the typical, you know, dictator, you yeah. know, eliminating people like I said by the millions in hours. You know, in a matter of hours. Yeah. Gassing, killing. And and he's a part of like not Burgess Meredith but the other guy we're talking about. He's part of this like council or whatever, and he's the council. But he pretty much he's like the judge of it yeah. or whatever. And so pretty much after they get you in, they say you're obsolete. You know, they tell you how do you want to die. They mm-hmm. they actually do allow you to choose how you're gonna die. You know, and he picks a kind of like a. a Pretty unique kind of way to, for his own death. Yeah, he doesn't tell you right away. He says, I want to reveal this only to my executioner at the time, you know, prior, right prior to the time of my death. Yeah. And they tell you you get to pick the time too, right? The time, like within, yeah, uh, because they want to show it live. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's the other thing too. Like when they kill you, you know, they want to broadcast it. They want to be there. Very, well, not yeah. be there, but set up cameras. Yeah. Again, you know? leading into almost, you can all see how like uh, the Hunger Games borrowed Ooh, from this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe even... Uh, 
Maybe even the Running Man. I would yeah, say maybe even like the yeah. King did with oh, that. Uh, yeah. Richard Bachman did with that. Stephen King. Yeah. Oh, Stephen King. Yeah. See, yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. With the surname. He uh -huh. wrote the surname. Yeah. Richard Bachman. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. almost see that. You know, again, you're getting a vision of the dystopian future, and and you can see how people borrow from that. And you have this kind of like a shit. Maybe even the Purge gets a little bit of it from that. You know. So. Anyway, uh, Burgess Meredith gets to choose his death and the time of his death, and, and tell it tell us a little bit more. Delay is he's what's he going to yeah, do? Yeah, so he has one request. He wants to speak to the chancellor right before he dies in his room. Mm -hmm. So the chancellor uh, he grants him his request. He's like, okay, sure, you know. And they have this really philosophical discussion, you know. And they mention you know God, which I'm kind of surprised about. You know? Yeah. And which the chancellor says, you know, we have proven the state has proven there is no God. Yeah, the you know? state. Yeah. yeah, the state. I'm like, damn. You know, okay, and, you know, it's just, it's a really good philosophical discussion that them two have, but what he doesn't know is that, and he tells him, he's like, uh, he tells him the the death, mm -hmm. that he plans to, uh, a bomb's going to go off. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's, that's cool, you know, it's like, it's kind of quick, it's almost painless, you know, it's, you know, boom. And yeah, you're just going to get blown up in your room. But, you know, when the chancellor tries leaving, he can't open the door, which he finds out he locked it and he's like you know he's like yeah come on sit down you know uh relax chill out you know you're you represent the state you're superman you're made out of steel you know yeah and he's you know and again they have like you know this philosophical discussion and the chancellor's like you know stalin had the right idea hitler had the right idea but they didn't go very far yeah. with their killings with everything with eliminating people like him you know like like burgess meredith you know and he's and he's like you know like burgess is like on and on like you know that's just wrong that's right you know that that system's gonna fail you know that's not a way to go yeah you know and time is going you know yeah. so they just they even there. show the clock like at the bottom and it's ticking he pulls off out his time. bible which he says was punishable by death mm -hmm. you know he pulls out the bible and he starts reading it and the time's going, and Burgess is cool. He's reading the Bible the whole time, even when he's getting told he's obsolete and all that. He's like, okay, and he does a, a little bit. Are you right? Like, I'm not obsolete. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, uh, I have a purpose. Right. I have a function. You right. know, I live. You know, and Chancer sweating his balls off. Uh, he knows what time he's gonna blow up, and he's scared. And you know, Burgess is like, the state's not gonna come and help you. You represent everything that's good about him. You know, they're gonna. You're gonna be here. You're gonna stand up for the state and right. die for your state. Like right. I'm a Superman. I'm not scared of you. Exactly. You know? I love that part a lot. That it was almost like he tried to be like, no, they'll come for me. And he's like, why would they come for you? Like, there's like more like you. Like you know, yeah. they're, like, they're all he's like, like, no one's coming. <laughs> you know, he, he, he's like, you know what? You know, you sh exactly. You should be willing to die yeah. for your. For and your so state. it's kind of like almost like the state kind of listens. To what they're saying he's like yeah we are we're gonna leave his ass there you know yeah they know that it would look weak of them to burst in the to door burst. to, save, yeah, to one, save him yeah to yeah. save him so it's like no you know what i mean like he, so, he knows what's up you know yeah so he finally breaks down and he's like for the love of god please let me out and burgess is like yes chancellor for the love of god i will, I will let you out opens the door he gets out quick and right boom he dies yeah the bomb explodes he dies uh, next scene, the chancellor comes in expecting him to do his job, and nope, mm -mm. spotlight hits him. Says that you know, for showing weakness, for disgracing the state, yeah. he is obsolete now. And he even called out to God, so it was like you know, yeah, we it was like you, you just said you disproved it, and now yeah. you're calling out for God. Yeah, it's when like, it was his fucking ass on the line, <laughs> of his neck, he just was uh 
weak and cracked. You know what I mean? So but it was a good episode. Right afterwards, you know, Rob Turley comes out and is very forceful in his yeah. ending narration. Like, you know, any state, any person that thinks life is meaningless, you know, they're the ones who, you know, are, are you know, meaningless. You know, yeah. that no. Just no. He's a really yeah. handsome man too. It's, it's very, you know, the way he delivers things is very. Uh, but this one was very forceful. Yeah, it was. I mean, because I was like, he was there. He saw what the, you know, what the motherfucker did. You mm-hmm. know, Hitler did. You know, to mm-hmm. all these people. Uh, you know, and he did try to kill people quick. As soon as the Allies were close, you know, he was like ordering millions to be gassed. You know, oh, yeah. like boom, 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 and it was, it was brutal, brutal. So he felt. Very strongly against any kind of dictatorship. Very strongly. Yeah. And again, we're focusing on those episodes, so that's not the last we'll hear of things because like that. Because it's like so. for him, life, you know, any life is not meaningless. Exactly. You know? so. Especially when you've lived through that and seen yeah. that. So great episode. I did not know that was your favorite episode. That so is my very favorite. Cool. I, I would need to do a big watch through to yeah. pick a favorite because yeah. I have so many that I love. That but, one just hit me hard, though. When, oh, when yeah. we're watching that, you know, I saw it with my dad and my brothers. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of at the time when I started kind of like, like reading stuff and mm-hmm. you know like kind of like getting all this kind of stuff and learning about world war ii and everything i loved it and when i first saw yeah. him i thought it was the one with the glasses you know what oh, i mean that one, yeah. he wants no, to read he wants time to enough. Read. No, yeah. not, enough, not enough time yeah. yeah so uh which is one of my favorite episodes uh so i thought that was that one then i was like oh no this is a different one and i was like wow what a really strong and powerful message yeah. uh for sure and you definitely can get how that comes from the the mind and heart of a of a, yeah, of a, a world war two better you know yeah. i think some people kind of lose that message of what they went through over there you know of what this dictator was doing that almost did take over the world you know that wanted to kill millions of people that didn't look what he thought was perfect you know so it, it's scary you know to think that there was a guy like that at one time on this planet mm-hmm. that Very. almost had complete control Very. of the planet and especially <laughs> with all the shit that we read there's so many dystopian future versions you're like the last thing we would want is end up in some yeah. world like that where there's no books, no music, no art. You know what I mean? That's why I hate you're it, passionate man, you about, know, when, like, yeah. they always say neo-Nazism. It's like, come on, man. You yeah. know, like, our World War II, you know, grandfathers, great-grandfathers fought against this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. So let's go right into the second episode, uh, the way you had me watch, which was called The Purple Testament. Um Get us started on this one, W. We're gonna we're gonna we're getting close to break, but we've got enough time, I think, to get into the beginning yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah. Sorry, so. uh, is that the lieutenant one? Uh no, that's not that one. The purple testament was uh shit, I have to look it up, see which one it was. Um uh, the titles kind of throw me off sometimes. I'm like, right, 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 right. <laughs> um well let's go into the one before that. I'll look this one up, but okay. let's go into well, talk I got, about uh Death's Head Revisitor, right? Yes, that was on okay. Me. So that one's kind of like another World War II focused one. It's a Nazi guard. Uh, that mm-hmm. goes back. Uh, he he escaped war, uh, Germany. Uh, he I guess he went to South America and he's visiting. Yeah. one of the fucking concentration camps. Man, man. and how about this guy? He gets there happy, strutting he's around. Happy. He starts marching. He starts telling off the lady that's at the at the hotel. Pretty much that she kind of recognizes. She's like, "You look like someone else. Your name is uh, she, she calls himself something. Yeah. Uh, but and he's like, "No, that's not my name. My name is this." And then he's like, where is it at? Where's the camp? And so he goes and back out, which is a really yeah. a real camp. And he goes visits and man, he can hear like the, the horns going, you know, his orders, you know, it's all being played in the background, you know, and it's like, man, this fucker. So like really enjoys it. Like for him, you know, going back to that concentration camp is like 
coming back home. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's almost in in a full march, like marching yeah. through there, and then he's like, oh, a lot of good times here. Like he is like he's almost like if you ever seen Schindler's List, he's uh, what's his name? Ralph Fiennes is kind oh, of Ralph like character. Yes, like, that's, that's right. what he was doing. That's so, right. He visits, and then all of a sudden he hears this kind of like ghost voice, and mm-hmm. sure enough, it's like the the Jewish people that died in there, the ghosts are yeah. coming to get him and he know? sees the one ghost first and he's almost like oh like you're still here like man you, you haven't aged a day whatever yeah. he's like he's like man like i remember this stuff i did to you whatever like it it's i don't know if you guys ever seen uh at pupil but oh, uh it, it, in that movie yeah. um uh ian, ian mckellen's character when it gets revealed that that he's also like living amongst us whatever it was that was a nazi he he uh he's very um not happy about it. He doesn't want to remember it. It was a bad time. He doesn't well, want when to he think does though. That. He he starts doing the whole well, right. Thing. Once the kid kind of forces him yeah. into it, but for the most part, he's like, "Fuck this!" You know what I mean? Like, I don't ever want to see that uniform again. Nothing. This other guy in this episode is fucking like all happy and proud. Like he's all like, "Yeah, fuck yeah!" Like I fucking like hung people, killed them, burned them. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, I don't. You, I just let you do it to me forever. No, I mean uh. Uh, it, it's bad, you know, yeah. and they're kind of like they get him in in one of the the barracks, and yeah. they do a whole full court. Oh yeah, of he, justice on the, him. The first know? ghost tells him he's like, "No, you're here for your trial," and he's like, "You forgot." He's like, "You forgot what you did to me. You forgot that you killed me." So then he realizes he's, he's seeing ghosts, and he's like, "You know, he wants out of the camp." And he's locked in, you know, again, uh, kind of like a, the guy in our first episode. He's locked in, and there, and he's like, "No, you're going to stand trial." Excuse me, and he's they're like by who or whatever, and and they he tells them uh you know well by, he goes into the room and he sees all the people which is all the all the, all the ones people that, that died. he's killed. Yeah. You know I mean they even show the first guy shows he's like you know the tattoo and stuff, and he's like uh, you're gonna be held you know uh, for war crimes you know I mean crimes against humanity, and um, pretty much he is found guilty, and his sentence is uh you know they're like you're gonna feel mm-hmm. all the things we've all the all the the firing squads mm-hmm. you're gonna feel the hanging the, the, the nooses around your neck you're gonna feel the gas like he's getting sick like he's like rolling around the yeah, he's feeling he's yeah. feeling it and and it's crazy like at the end they the doctors show up and they're like what happened to this man or whatever he's like and the, the guy that drove him there is there he's like i just drove him here two hours ago he was fine and he goes what could happen in two hours to drive a man so it's kind mad? of like what he lost his mind right mm-hmm. yeah they cracked him yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like they they made him feel the Almost like that, that Ghost Rider Penister, right? Almost yeah. like you know, he gets into your head and you face all the the evil that you've done and you feel it on you. Totally. You How know? about what uh, Eric Draven does to Top Dollar? Yeah, that, that too. Yes, gives him yes. thirty hours yes. of pain. Yeah, and he feels it. But imagine yeah. this guy's getting all the yeah. gassings, all mm-hmm. the shootings that he fucking did to these people. Like, in in a way, I kind of find it very fit. Though like, I was like, I was like, man, good motherfucker. Like that's what you, especially that he was just. So fucking like he even tried to tell the guy, come on, it's water under the bridge. We're just doing what we were told. What mm-hmm. is that? And the, the guy tells him, he goes, man, that's what they said at Nuremberg. That was their one defense. We were following orders. Yeah. And here's the thing is that you're supposed to know as a human being what's right to do, what's right and what's wrong. You know, you should know in your heart if you have a and conscience see, or a belief in higher power, you, you know? know. And there you go. That's what he's trying to enforce because he was there. He was in the shit, you mm-hmm. know, and. When these new when this news came out, you know, they said Eisenhower was horrified, and he gathered he gathered all the townspeople and showed them, look, this was what was going on in your town. Yeah, you know, the burnings, your friends, your neighbors. Mm-hmm. At one point, 
before this guy told you that no, these were the scourge of all your problems. Yeah. You know, these were your friends, and look at them now. They're all in an oven. They're all gas. They're all burned up. And that's know? addressed in this episode because in the mm -hmm. beginning, the the the, sh the innkeeper, she says, I wish they would tear it down. Yeah. But then in the end of the episode, they're specific to say these can never come Rod down. Rod Serling yes. says that. He goes, yeah. because they stand as a, a reminder, reminder of what humanity is capable of when left unchecked. You know, what is the saying, double A? All it needs for evil men to succeed is for good men to do yeah, nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's all that evil needs to to thrive and survive. Mm -hmm. and, and we've all lived in recent times through things we've seen that we know that this is very true. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, that, you know, we have to be the ones that stand up and say, you know what? This isn't right. You know what I mean? And but we, it, we're not yeah. going to allow this. And know? again, you know, this is a guy that actually saw everything that was happening, saw these people that was trying to gain control of the world, not for a better place, but for a worse place. Mm -hmm. You know, because once he would have destroyed England, he would have came for America, and that would have been it, pretty much. Yeah. He would have had complete control of the Earth, the planet, you know, and for the, you know, to think of what he would have been doing to millions more, oh, yeah. maybe even billions more, you know, of people that didn't look, that didn't fit his ideal image. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness, you know? Yeah. And that in its very nature is why history is important, <clears throat> excuse me, and remains. Especially, so and you know, what's so good is that it's coming from a guy, again, that, that was in World War II, that lived through it, that yeah. fought in it. So, uh, Guys, we are right at the door of our second uh, quick blip of a break that we take, guys. So if you're listening to us on audio, you'll hear us bleep out real quick. And if you wonder what happens in that blip, go check us out on YouTube and you hear the full uncut uh version of the episode we're going to go to our comments right now our facebook live viewers and uh listeners and have them join the conversation and talk with us here as we sit in the fifth dimension about <laughs> twilight zone so double a uh great stuff man great yeah, stuff during the break about, uh, uh obsolete man and dead's head revisited yes and i want to give a shout out to the friday night faithful and the friday nighters jessica Steve, Foxy Roxy, uh, talking about their favorite episodes of The Twilight Zone, uh, including some episodes I got to go watch. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, definitely some great ones in there. And it's a great show overall. But we Yeah, you can watch it any like any episode. It, it doesn't follow no story, no yeah. nothing. You can watch any episode. Uh, anthology. Yeah. anthology. There you go. Yeah, 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 when, yeah. When, when is the times, the way that they always show it on TV? It's like there's like 24 hours that they do well, it Well, it's uh, usually it was 4th of July mm -hmm. and then New Year's. New okay. Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Have they since changed that? Or? uh you know what i don't remember seeing it last year on fourth of july okay which kind of hurt me a little yeah. bit you tnt know? or who does it it's uh sci-fi oh sci-fi the okay, sci-fi cool. network yeah but new year's like my tradition that's like one tradition is eating menudo and uh watching <laughs> twilight zone marathon very nice when it's cold yeah. with the heater on yeah you know it's super it's cold outside a cold yeah. weather show i feel yeah, like too. just i'm off i'm always off so just i like this this remote's not going anywhere. There you, know? you go. <laughs> Hearing that it came out in the 4th of July is kind of a new thing to me because I didn't know that. I oh, really? Thought, I thought it yeah, was no. always at the, in the cold months. You know? Oh, okay. Okay. But very cool. Okay, so we've talked about, like we said, two out of our six. Uh, the one that we were trying to look up, we couldn't remember what, who, which, what's happening there, but the, per the, purple, the purple testament. The purple testament. So a lieutenant comes in, new lieutenant. Oh, so you, know, you were right. It was yeah, that one. It okay. was that one. Shit. And I told uh, him it was wrong. You know, I, if you've seen the stories, if you read, you know, what you've heard our Born episode with the Punisher, you know, it's that lieutenant that comes in straight from school, you know, and he has a whole new plan, 
whole new mission. Everything's going to work out. Blah, blah, blah. You know, even uh, the Reverend Jesse Custer's uh, in the comic book, his dad also kind of deals with something like this <laughs> yeah. uh, in his uh, time in the Marines in, in yeah. uh, Vietnam. So here we go. Yeah, and this one has a future superstar of Bewitch, uh, Dick York. Uh, he's in this one. Uh, Darren, the first Darren. Oh, is in you know this what? One. Double A, we're, we're mashing two episodes. No, no, it says right here that he was in this one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is not the Purple Testament. Is not the one with the lieutenant. Ooh. That's later on. That's the the one with the lieutenant. Is uh, let me tell you right here real quick. Uh, a quality of mercy is oh, one of the okay, that one. Okay. The, the Purple Testament is. You're right with Darren. Oh, Darren from Bewitch. yeah. Darren's in there. And this is the 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 uh, the other the lieutenant that's with him is the one that sees. Things. Okay, so he has the ability to kind of know when his men are going to die. Yes, that's what's going they on. They get like a one. glow in their face. Right, right, right. Almost like like if I'm like right here with Double A, and then he just sees this. Yeah, and then that happens. You're like, what and the? then it's like, yeah, and then like, I'm like, the and then I fall down the stairs and break my neck, and then the next person he sees the glow on, you're like, holy shit, like you know. So he's telling Darren this, right? He's like, I know, I knew it the day before. Those men, I wrote down that they weren't going to come back, and he's like. Are you sure you didn't write it down the day after? Like maybe mm -hmm. just you know, you know, war is hell, right? You know what I mean? Your mind is all. It's he's like, he's like, no, I saw it. I know what I saw. You know what I mean? And 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 then you know, he tells me you need some you need some time off. You know, you need to go to the go to the uh, the hospital, the infirmary, yeah. and all that. And because I don't think at this time, in World War II, because Patton got in trouble, mm -hmm. I don't think Piet. PTSD was like a no thing, you know. They talk about shell shock a lot. You know? Yeah, like ah, oh, he's been um, shell shock, you know. You know that's what got Patty in trouble. He slapped some guy, you know, told him that he was a coward for not going back, but it was something that wasn't, you know, not diagnosed at that time. Right. Until right. later, probably after World War II, then that's when the doctors like, no, this guy really is messed up, you know. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. You know. You, yeah. You've been too long, and like I said, this one takes place too in the Philippines, right where Rod Serling was stationed mm -hmm. at. So, yeah. and uh, when again, I watched it, that was cool. That's why I, I was like, "Oh shit, Darren from Bewitched!" Like I told Double A, I texted him, I said, "Hey man, this one's got Darren in it." He snuck in some really cool stars on me in, in these episodes, so I really appreciated that. That's a little like a little pop for me when I was watching them. Hey, just to make it easier, it always makes it easier. Yeah, you know? but, uh, but yeah, it's almost like that. What I was telling you, like when he was stationed there, the unpredictability. Right of death, you don't know what's gonna happen yeah. until boom, right yeah. there, you know. So he's in the infirmary, he's visiting one of his men, and they're talking or whatever. And he's like, "Yeah, you know, they tell me I'm gonna be okay, Lieutenant. Like, thank you for coming to visit me." He's like, "Yeah, you know, of course." He's like, "You get better. Focus on that." Well, as he like looks at him as he's leaving, the glow comes on him, and he kind of like yeah. his eyes get white. He's <laughs> like, "Oh shit," you know. And he goes downstairs, and um, no, no, no. Uh, the doctor comes over, and and he like passes out and the doc like he turns around pretty much and then he turns back and he's like out and the doctor comes and checks his wrist he's like he's dead he's gone or whatever he comes downstairs he sees darren from uh from bewitch and he's like hey i heard you're here to see so-and-so he's like he's like he's like uh the doc told me he's gonna be okay and he's like no he's not okay he's like he, he's, he's dead. dead and he's like what he's like i just talked to that doctor and he's <laughs> like and then that's he's, he's like he's like i knew it because i saw the glow on him so now he's like man this guy's losing it like he's, he's scared get, yeah you know yeah so he tells the doctors hey admit him you know what i mean like don't let him you know whatever uh but he doesn't get admitted he ends up back at the mm -hmm, camp mm -hmm. and like he's gonna go back out into the field yes, or whatever. yes he is yeah and what happens they're drinking they're drinking mm -hmm. you know he's like come and have a drink with me he's trying to put him at ease yes yes and and 
He's, 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 he's he's yeah, and I was like, and, oh, and man. He, he he begs him. He's like, don't go, nah, don't go out to the mission. Like, I, I was can't. like, Shit. you know, he has to. He's their leader, nah. and these guys are not the shitty lieutenants. That's another episode. Yeah, I'm sorry, that's another they're, one. Yeah, yeah. and I, I would have got confused too. But uh, they're they're like friends or buddies or they're. And he's like, no, don't go. Like, don't go to you know, don't go to the mission. Like, you're not going to come back. Like, he's telling him. I mean, like, and in and a war, you don't say that stuff. Because you, you're trying to keep each other motivated. Like, we're going to all go home, blah, blah, So this guy believes it. Where he's like, don't go. You're going to fucking die. You know what I mean? Like, you know. But, of course, you know, Darren is like, no, man. It, it's You're you're nuts. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're, you're not nuts. But, you're, you know, you're, you're just, you know, you've yeah. got, you've seen a lot. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, it, it's going to be okay. So he goes out. The whole platoon comes back except one man. And then he has to tell the commanding officer. He's like, uh, we only lost one or whatever. And he's like, who? And he was like, the other lieutenant or whatever. I think he's lieutenant too. I think Derek. so. Yeah. And he was like, oh man, he was a good man, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, it was like one random Captain. sniper fire. Captain. Yeah, one random sniper fire on the yes. bridge or some shit. Mm -hmm. And they get him and it's like, fuck, man. Like, like that sucks. Like, you know, and so he's like, all right, you know. So then what proceeds to happen, double A? Yeah, he, um, we're getting to the end, right? Yeah, that's yeah, pretty much like it. Like where yeah. he sees his own glow. Yeah. He looks they, like into like a mirror. I believe, right? Yeah, he's shaving. And, and they're telling and him he's going to go home. Already. Yeah. You know, the, the yeah. Jeep is there That's to pick right. him up. That's right. The Jeep's there. He's like, yeah, you're going to get some R&R &R right. and some time off that. or whatever. Yeah. And and uh, the, the guy comes and gets his bag and stuff. And he's like, are you ready? He's like, I know these roads at the back of my hand, all that. And he saw that glow and the mirror breaks and all these pieces. And he's like, fuck. Like, you know what I mean? And uh, he gets in the Jeep and sure enough, he turns to the, the, the driver or whatever. And he's like, don't worry, Sarge, get some rest or, or Lieutenant, get some rest. And he <laughs> lights up too. And you're like, fuck, yeah. man. Like, yeah. And you just hear the explosions yeah. where uh, the line mine. The, yeah. Because they, they said, watch out. There's some mine, the mines that haven't been dug up yet or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Damn, man. It's, yeah. It's, uh, That's pretty, brutal. It's pretty you know, brutal. It was kind of like, golly. I'm sure that was the number one fear probably everyone had, mm -hmm. you know, you just don't know where it's going to come from. You don't know right. if you're going to die. You don't know if you're going to make it. You know, they're snipers. Snipers are mm -hmm. shoot you from anywhere. You yeah. know, it, it comes into play. And the other one we're going to talk about about the shitty lieutenant. We might as well go right into that one, okay. which is uh, this one's called a quality of mercy. Quality now, of was mercy. there anybody in this one that was? I believe it was Leonard Nimoy that was in this one. Well, really? I believe so. Now this now any one of these episodes, guys, you could easily take and draw and make a, a an, an hour movie, uh hour and a half. Like I told Double A about the the one we just talked about, the purple test. Yeah, it had Leonard Nimoy in there. Really? Who the hell was he in that one? You don't remember him? I don't remember yeah, seeing yeah. him in there. Mm -hmm. But but in the Purple Testament, at the end, Rod Serling comes out and talks about it. I think it's actually from the Bible, the Purple Testament, what it's about. Excuse me, but again, uh, it's actually a speech from uh, William uh, Shakespeare's oh, well, that's The right. Merchant of Venice. Yes, Shakespeare, The Merchant yes. of Venice. I, I thought the Bible, famous writers, right? Famous again, writings. set in the in the Philippines, mm -hmm. right where he was at. Okay, set. That's where this one is set. In August nineteen forty-five. This is the Quality of Mercy. Yeah, Quality of Mercy, right. in the Pacific Ocean Theater of World War Two. Yeah, right where Rod Serling was based at, you know, stationed at. So again. A place that he's very familiar with the mm -hmm. territory, the look, the feel, you know. So, yeah. So, this one deals exactly with what Double A said. You've got this unit that's been out there, they're watching this encampment. They can't advance, they've been bombing them, but they're not, um, 
they're not getting them or whatever. They're like, man, yeah, it's it's just a it's a stalemate almost. Mm-hmm. But people, I mean, lots of people are dying. Lots yeah. and lots of people. And their forces are tired. Bad. They're they're, they're real bad. They're battle hardened. They've already been through it all. They're look they look like shit. Their uniforms are all fucked up. Like they they look like shit. They're just worn down. You know what I mean? And uh, again, like Double A said earlier, uh, you know this new. Fresh uniform, right? He shows up. All of his stuff is looking. You've had the bosses that come in, replace your old boss, mm-hmm. and you know this is the direction we're going. We're not going to be making the same mistakes these guys have made. You know, blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah. He even gets on one of the minis. Is that how you address it? An officer laying on your back because he's like, you know, like what do you know, man? They're, like, yeah, you, you just got out here. Like, we've been in the shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and it, and it's a it's a device we see used in lots of war movies now, whatever. And it's something that maybe many of us have experienced, where you're the one training the boss because you've got the fucking experience or whatever. And uh, that's what this guy's saying. He's like, no, I think we can go right at them. We could take them out, you know, ourselves. You know what I mean? Like if these men whip themselves into shape, we could do that or whatever. <laughs> and they're already weary. They're tired. Yeah. You know, it's just it's every day. These are the kind of guys that have seen so much shit. They're like, man, fuck yeah. your rank, yep. man. Like yep. I'm fucking sick of this. You'll be place. dead in a week. Yeah, I want to go home. Yeah, you know that, what I mean? That, like that kind of attitude. You'll be gone. Yeah, like, pretty you, soon. You don't know what the fuck did we sign up for? What the fuck did you sign yeah. up for? You know? And the the Sarge is even telling him he's like. Look, man, you just want to get some kills into your mm-hmm. Like, how many men mm-hmm. do you need to get yeah. killed so you can feel better about yourself? Yeah. And uh, he's just like, no, man, you guys are just, uh, you know, y'all are weak. Like, y'all are not a good squad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's telling them shit. So at some point, double A, what happens? There's it's a like, twist. Like, he starts seeing himself as like the Japanese. That's right. The binoculars, yeah. yes. he drops them. He and drops. When he picks them up. <laughs> he sees himself surrounded by Japanese officers and soldiers. I wish there would have been a scene. There's not a scene like this, though. There wouldn't it have been a scene like he's looking in a bucket of water or in a mirror and it's a Japanese yeah. face. That would have yeah. been so cool because yeah. that's essentially what's happening, guys. And, <laughs> and, and this is what this this episode made me think of this. But imagine all these people. You know, like we said, here's what the Twilight Zone does. It gives you these messages. And this is a message I think that definitely still applies to today. Imagine someone that maybe feel some kind of way about the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm. Well, imagine one day you wake up in those shoes and your life is suddenly not so easy, you know what I mean, because of the way you look. Imagine that you're a man and you believe a certain thing, uh, but maybe you wake up the next morning and you're a woman and yeah. and, and you've yeah. got something going on with your body and something somebody tells you what you've got to do with it. Maybe it would take that to show you the perspective but here's what happens you know he he sees himself in surrounded by japanese he takes off running towards the american lines or whatever (laughs) he's like oh my god i'm in the wrong place he takes off running well they're shooting because they see this guy running out of he like has to turn back well when he gets back they're like man that was very brave of you sir like you tried to rush the americans yourself like how awesome and he's like what are you talking about he's like "Who, who am i what's my name and then they're like oh your name is like you know uh Tanahashi, yeah, something like that. Yeah, something, and and yeah. he's like, he's like, what? No, he's like, something, something's wrong. Something's very wrong here. And they're like, no, sir, everything's all right. He's like, they're weary. We know their forces are yeah, weary. We're waiting them out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then they're telling him the same things that the Americans <laughs> were telling. They're yeah. like, why don't we just go around them? Let it go. They're weak. They're tired. You know what I mean? Like, we don't need to engage in this conflict. We don't need there to be more bloodshed. More bloodshed. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's saying to himself, he's like, you know, of course, when he's the hard ass, he's like, no, no, we're going to go at him. We're going to kill. He's like, the duty is to kill the enemy no matter what. And see, the thing is, too, is that the, the main general that was overseeing this territory was General MacArthur at the time. Mm. So General MacArthur was not going to back down. Mm-hmm. He was going to make sure you win. You go in there 
and you hit him hard because Eisenhower was the overall general, and you know D Day was his his baby, right? So I'm sure MacArthur is like, no, I got to do something, you know, bigger than Eisenhower. Yeah. You know, <laughs> there's a line that sticks out that he tells them, and before he views himself as a Japanese uh, uh, officer, he says. You you kill the enemy on the first day and the last day of the war. It doesn't matter. Your job is to kill the enemy. <laughs> and it's like these guys know they're like, hey man, like we're all fucking soldiers out yeah. here. Like we're all already like we're we're weary. We're battle weary. We're done. It's over. And at some point they even mention, right? They're like, oh, it came over the radio that a bomb was dropped or whatever. Yes, the atomic so bomb. The, the yeah. end of the war has been signaled or whatever. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, you know, again, the Japanese are, you know. They want to attack, and he's kind of telling them, no, no, and he, you know, they're branding him a coward, you know, all this kind of stuff, and I think somewhere along the way, they switch, right, finally. Yeah, he gets back to himself, and uh, then he's, of course, his tune is changed, right? Bad, bad real yeah. bad. Yeah, and he's like, no, no, you guys were right, you know what I mean, and, like, we should, you know, uh, try to go around them, this and that, or whatever. He's completely different, because pretty much, you know, it's a simple message, but it's like he's walked a mile in the shoes of his enemy now, you know what I mean? And he's seen that they're just as beat up, just as weary and just as, you know, battle worn as the guys that he was with. And here he's really Mr. Gung Ho ready to go out there and, and kill. He would have, you know, caused a lot more bloodshed, you know? Right. So it right. would have been bad. It would have been more casualties up the ass, you know? Uh, how, how many times have we seen now in, in movies, you know, Kong Skull Island, the, the enemies that, like, again, the mutual respect was there. And this gets mentioned in one of the other episodes we're going to talk about next, where it's like, there was no American that fought the Japanese that didn't have respect for them because they were, they fought to the death. Like, mm -hmm. it was like, you know, uh, me and my girlfriend, Jess, we were even watching this show. It's on Netflix right now. But it's about, like, feudal Japan, like the ancient samurais. And these guys, like, man, I mean, oh, like, when yeah. they failed, it was like, yeah. you know, the classic sword yep. or the stomach thing. There was, they, this was themselves fighting each other. That's what I'm saying. There was no surrender with the Japanese. It yeah. was boom. There, boom, there's a boom. there's a story in there about this uh in that in that show i forget what it's called the art of something the art of the samurai or something like that on netflix but this general that gets an infection in his eye or whatever fucking cuts out his own eye puts a fucking patch on continues to fight trying to gain control of japan and they called him like you know the one-eyed dragon or demon or something like that and damn. i was like man they gave such fucking cool I know. names because it was like <laughs> well if you fucking carve damn. your own goddamn eye out so that you keep fucking like fighting it's like that's fucking insane this is the time guys feudal japan there ain't no fucking you know pain killing medicine back then and shit you know what i mean like you're just in it fucking the way it is these guys were hard hard fucking military and when we dropped those bombs it was kind of like you know stop your shit you know yeah. and kind of hoping they'd be scared we had to go to that extreme we to break to that go. spirit that tradition of that samurai was in these guys they believed so. that the emperor was a god they deeply believed that he was a son of god mm -hmm. and that he was going to be the rightful ruler of this planet you know and it's just it's nuts yeah what the cult of personality does yeah to whole countries it's fucking insane but what about the cult of war double a what yeah. it did to this lieutenant where he was like i've got to be he probably had some daddy got him into the military academy and was like i'm gonna make him proud yeah. by getting me some in fact even one of the the men that's laying on the ground he kind of throws a, a remark at him he's like well what does he want scalps you know what I mean? Like kind of a throwback to the old yeah. time when it was like, yeah. you know, like, like, man, this guy's like a, a fucking, like a, it's just a blood, bloodthirsty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it took for him to see it. And man, you know, guys, uh, we don't get political on this show, whatever. No, but, no, but you know, we're, we're talking about, you know, we're two, we're talking about what Rod Serling was doing without anything really wrote. 
realizing he was doing it. You know, we just thought, oh wow, that's a cool twist. He he put the you know the American in the Japanese soldiers. Foot, yeah, you know, yeah. And, and it's just it's neat because it's still him, the same actor, whoever it is, yeah, the actor. Yeah. But he's in the uh, he's in the Japanese in uniform the, and all that, and you're <laughs> like, oh shit. Yeah. And like I said, I told Double A it would have been so cool just to see a, uh, an image of him looking at a mirror and being like, oh shit, like that's not my face. You know what I mean? <laughs> but guys, imagine in the in the culture that we live today. Sometimes I hate to say it, but a, a culture that is really fueled by hate, um, you know, and, and short-sightedness and 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 absent-mindedness. But to wake up and have to walk a mile in another person's shoes, truly an, in another person's skin, imagine what an eye-opener that would be for so many people. Yeah, um, and then at the end, you know, they're they told not to attack because they dropped the bomb. And, you know, one of the sergeants tells him, you know, don't fret, Lieutenant. I'm sure there'll be other wars, other countries, other human beings you can knock off, to which he he tells himself, I hope not. God help us. I hope not. I'm telling you, this was a brutal war. World War II was brutal. We had a guy that was hell-bent on taking over this planet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think sometimes, like you said, we forget about that, that there was a man in the papers overseas blowing shit up, destroying countries, wanting everything to be perfect in his image. And we've read a lot about guys that want to take over the world, and it doesn't always sound, you know, uh, so scary, but you know, you, your Thanos is your dark sides, your Dr. Dooms or whatever. This shit was real guys. This shit was real. You know what I mean? And yeah. it was, uh, and ugly. it was knocking at our door and it was a lot of death. And, yeah. and, uh, you know, like I said, sometimes when it's in a comic book form, it doesn't feel so important and it doesn't feel as real because these guys got you're bright in, costumes. You're and, in the adventure, you know, you know but this adventure. one, you know, again, this is a guy serving in World War II. Two episodes that's based in the Philippines where he was stationed at. So it's, yeah. it's pretty brutal. Another example there, you know, you got Bucky and the, and yeah. the Japanese soldier at the beginning of Falcon. That's, the right. Soldier. that's right. He yeah. has that connection with with uh, with him that's in, right. in a ways. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just it's just a, a, an interesting, you know, dichotomy. You know what I mean? And you, I, I've seen it a lot. You know, I've seen it used in a lot of movies and shows. It, just, it can show what yeah. one person can do if, you know, let loose like right. he was, you know, right. and it's, it's scary. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, that is real fifth dimension shit right there. <laughs> and you never know who that, that enemy may be. Yeah. So uh, let's go to the next one to kind of, since we're okay. in that theme, let's go to uh, the last episode that you had me look at. It was uh, the encounter. Uh, because then that the, one or two, the, you want to talk about that one? Let's go two. to the encounter first. The Cause encounter? it kind of okay. deals with exactly what I'm talking about. So here I got gassed. Cause I was like, Man, George Takei, you know, Mr. Sulu is here. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> He's there. I'm like, what the, what cool, whatever. So you've got this guy, mm -hmm. uh, a it, big burly like, uh, type of man. Yeah, you said like he's a, from. Uh, he's from Stalag 17. Have you ever seen that? That was a great Prisoner of War, World War II movie. That's I, a, William Holden is a star of that movie. And that's This guy movie. and his brother got me to watch this movie, Black and White movie, Stalag 17. Gosh, dang. It is ripe for a remake. Although the, the <laughs> yeah. original is perfect, but yeah. man, you get the right person to do it. Maybe get James Mangold to do yeah. it. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, you know, uh, the guy that is uh, one of the men in the in the barracks uh, with them. You cannot say too much. Uh, one of the guys in the barracks with them, he looked like what an old day Steve Rogers would have looked like. Yeah. Captain America, yeah. a big yeah. guy, blonde uh, hair. Have you ever man. know uh, Mission Impossible, the series, Peter Graves? That's him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. But it's a fantastic movie. But you said one of the one of the guys in there. Not the funny one, right? The not the one no, that, no. The, the one that's serious okay. guy. It was, it's Hoff, Hoffy, mm -hmm. uh, Peter Graves, mm -hmm. uh, the blonde dude, and then the dude with the beard. 
Okay. Those three that are always hanging out with each other. That, okay. That distrust uh, William Holden's character a lot. I can't think and of him he, off the top of my head. Yeah. You know, William Holden does the match. <laughs> yeah. It, match. It's him, though. It's him. But obviously, you know, that movie was made in, like, 53 or something. And this one's, like, in the 60s. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's a, it's a cool episode. It's a, It really only deals, like, in the attic. Mm-hmm. And it's really two characters. It's Sulu and this other guy. Yep. And it's a little after World War II. Yeah, and you know Sulu, obviously, you know uh, George Takei, you know he's he's Asian uh, American, mm-hmm. you know, and we had a big problem here in America during that time period. Mm-hmm. We actually did put a lot of Asians in concentration camps here uh, for fear, just fear, you know, nothing they did it was just fear. And anyways, they're like neighbors. Uh, George Takei's like character is like looking to make some extra money. Yeah. So he hires him what to like help him. He's like, a working man. Clean the. He actually says he's gonna mow his lawn, mow guys, his lawn. for the amazing price of seven dollars a week. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> get my grass cut is thirty damn dollars. I got a, like a little square yard. You know what I mean? Shit, double your yard be fifty oh, bucks. Yeah, easy that's why I don't more. hire anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he got to get there with your own mower and do that with yeah. all this damn rain. I'll, but, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm hearing George Takei offer seven dollars a week. I'm like, shit, seven dollars a week. How many? How many mows is that? Yeah. <laughs> I think he says he's gonna come by three times. I think so. I'm like three mows a week for seven bucks. So like so the I'm main character on. is like a American veteran, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. you know, so. And yeah. he's cleaning his attic, and he's like, you know, I, I like this episode initially too, because he's like, he's like, come up, have a beer with me or whatever. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, let's talk. But he, he's calling him boy. You know what I mean? This and, one has a very supernatural element to it, very much you know? so. And I believe it. There's something that happens at the end, but it was. It was I'll tell you. I'll talk mm-hmm. about because I had. It was like, well, I don't remember having seen it like a lot. You know what I mean? But I had barely happens. It's in this funny one. because I had barely really seen this episode like about two years ago. Really? I had never seen this one. I okay. didn't know George Takei came out in that yeah. episode. So this was really surprising to me. So you got Kirk and Sulu. In, yeah. 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 And her Nimoy that we've talked about. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't remember him from that episode. Yeah. 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 Go back yeah, and look yeah. at it again. Um, so anyway, so they're there. He's cleaning. He's like, man, I've been trying to clean this attic for week, months and it's a mess. And you know, the up. struggle. Yeah. He's uh, like, come up, have a beer with me or whatever, kid or whatever. You know, he's calling him boy. He's calling him boy. And he's like, hey, man, don't call me boy. Like, I'm a man or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I work or whatever. And he's like, all right, all right. Take it easy. Take, take it, it easy. easy. You know, he keeps telling him, take yeah. it easy or whatever. And he's like, oh, man, blah, blah. And then he's like, uh, he says, he ever seen one of these? He's like, this is a, a samurai sword. You know, I took it off of a, of a guy that a soldier, I, a soldier mm-hmm. that we were in battle or whatever when I was over at wherever uh, in World War II. You know what I mean? Yeah, and World he's, War like, II. he's like, yes. man, he's, and he, this is where he says, he's like, there's no American that will say that they weren't the toughest, you know what I mean? You know, toughest uh, opponents that we had or whatever. They fought tooth and nail. And he's like, you know, it was me or this guy. And and, and I got the better of him and I got the, uh, the sword or whatever. So, uh, he says he's going to go get more beer, I think, whatever, freshen up the beer, get us some cold beers or whatever. And while George Takei is holding the sword, he gets, like, this thing coming Yeah, like, it's weird. Like, he's, like, something starts happening to him. Yeah, and he's, like, he's telling us, he's, like, I'm going to kill him. He's, like, I'm going to kill this and man. I don't the, know why, but yeah. I'm going to kill him. You know. And then I mean? the door just, it's stuck. They can't open the door. They can't get out. Yeah. You know, and it's almost... Like it's the soul of the guy that he took the sword from mm-hmm. that's possessing Sulu, you know, and that's why I say it has like a supernatural element. He starts feeling this soldier, yeah, spirit big in time. Him. In fact, so much he tells me, he goes, "You didn't, you didn't kill you this didn't kill man this in man. combat. No. He gave up the sword to you, and he was unarmed, and you and killed you him unarmed. Killed him. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, he's like, 
what? Like, you know, like kind of in a sense, like, how the hell do you know that? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then he puts the sword down and he puts his, he has a knife. He puts his knife down and they kind of start to talk and they are yeah. drinking beer together. Yeah. And they're like, you know, they're kind of like just out of it almost. Yeah. You know? And they're kind of going back and forth where he's like, you know, you don't know what it was like over there. And he's like, you know, Hey man, you know, uh, I was at Pearl Harbor. I grew up in Hawaii, whatever yeah. uh, George Takei mm-hmm. saying this. And he's like, you know, um, who we all know better as Mr. Sulu, but uh, he said, you know, you know, I was there, man. My my, I was uh, since I was four. I was four when when uh, D Day happened. He's like, I saw the planes coming over. He's like, you know, my dad tried to warn the 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 naval soldiers, and they tried to tell him like, no, you know, like 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 you know, run, run, you know what I mean. He tried to tell them because you know he would he worked for the Air Force and all that, and he was uh, um, you know, he was you know like a. Proud, you know, even though he was Japanese, he worked he was for American. American. Yeah, yeah he, mm-hmm. he was Americanized. And then, like in like a quick turn, like you know, George Takei starts kind of crying or whatever. And then he goes, "That's not true." He's like, uh, "My old man was a traitor or whatever." He's like, "He told the planes where to come, where to bomb, which areas to hit." You know what I mean? And he was directing like, them. Holy shit! Yeah, and you're like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" You know, and in the beginning, you're like way sympathetic for him, yeah. but then you're like, "Man." And, and then he's like, but you know, it's not he didn't do it, it was his dad, but he's like fucking weighed down about it. And the guy, uh, the the American veteran is kind of like, ah, you know, you know, hey man, your old man was a traitor or whatever, have another beer or whatever. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you know, like I did stuff. He's too. trying to really be like laid back about like the whole thing, you yeah. know, like trying to calm the, the tension down. And he starts to talk about his wife, and he's like, Ah, my old lady left or whatever. Yeah. We were fighting or whatever. He's like, you know, she'll be back. He goes, and if she's not, you know, oh well, or whatever, you know. And <laughs> he's like, you know, the truth is, you know, we things have been bad or whatever. They always been bad or whatever. So you're just like, man, there's like a lot of like, like, what the fuck is going on? Like both these guys are kind of not really like uh redeemable characters and or again whatever, it's you know? probably you know maybe these are stories that rod sterling knows about for maybe other veterans you know that mm-hmm. hey maybe their marriage went down to shit oh after this you know yeah blah 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 or maybe you know that maybe that's some of the way the the japanese felt the, yeah lived here in america though born here in america kind of torn should i yeah you making up a lie because I maybe help? yeah <laughs> maybe your parent or whoever you know did have involvement with you know what was with the other side and it's like man i don't want to be associated with that yeah. i was born here so you lie you or not I mean? just that but you you know you start thinking well i have my roots are over there should yeah. i even help should i you know yeah should i help america or should i help japan i mean know? even the guy that the veteran guy the american guy's story it's like you know yeah it was definitely wrong he killed that unarmed guy or whatever but you're not going to tell the story about yourself with that you're going to tell the heroic the valorous story you know what i mean and there's probably a lot of that that goes on too. it is war it, you know um breaker Morant kind of deals in that you know is it war crimes or is it you know war yeah we've <laughs> seen know? platoon also man yeah. fucking you know charlie yeah. sheen you know man what's wrong with you man yeah. you know what i mean it's like there was probably a lot of fucked up the shit rules that are thrown out you mm-hmm. know so yeah <laughs> so uh they continue to go back and forth and then again the sword gets picked up again and there's mm. more like them dancing around and he's calling it a pig sticker he's like hey where's that pig sticker you know what i mean and, <laughs> yeah. and uh and he's like you know uh you know george takei just keeps gravitating towards he, he it or does. whatever yes uh-huh and like it's pulling him yeah and wow. then eventually he tells me he's like hey man i got a short fuse man so watch how you talk to me like <laughs> george takei is like not having this guy stuff but he's just like a you know, rough around the edge. He's like, hey, man, I'm yeah. just, uh, you know, he, in a sense, he's like, I'm breaking balls with yeah. you or whatever. Man. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, that guy, you know, George Takei ain't having it or whatever, you know? Uh, so and it's just more and more, it's fueling him, it's fueling him. And, and then what happens, though? Yeah, man, they just, they 
he kills him. Yeah, he ends up they, killing the American veteran. They get into it. The sword kind of falls in a certain way in between a, a chair, and he kind of pushes him yeah. on it, and it goes through him. Yeah. And it's like, and he dies. And then the weird part was what happens next. It's yeah. like, uh, I don't know if he snaps out of it or whatever, but he just jumps out the window and. Yeah. Well, like, he grabs the sword first and then he yells, yeah. Banzai. Yeah. And he jumps out the yeah. window like to his death. He leads to, to his, his death. death. Yeah. And I remember when I watched it earlier, I was shocked. I was like, I was yeah. like did, did, number one, I rarely see someone die like in that yeah. type of way on this yeah. show. And then the other death, you know, that type of way on the show was brutal. Very brutal. It was, was, brutal. Very, brutal. It was very brutal. And it, Again, maybe that's what he was showing, just how brutal it was and can be, you know? Totally, totally. Yeah. We're right up against our break, guys. We're ready to get into the comments and talk with you, the Friday Night Faithful. You, All you Friday Nighters out there about what you think about the fifth dimension and the Twilight Zone. Guys, we'll be back in a blip if you're with us uh, on the audio version. And if not, you're hanging out with us Facebook Live. We're going to be right here. Or you're checking us out on YouTube. You know that we're not going anywhere. All right, guys, if you were uh, listening to us just on audio, you know that we went to a brief blip. Uh, we're right back in the mix now, ready to talk about the last of our six episodes. The only the only episode that I've already I had already seen, but was more than happy to see again and rewatched. Um, but uh, we also had some great comments uh, during the uh, during the break there. Again, if you want to see the full unfiltered version, go to our YouTube channel and check that out. Um, and you can see the full unabridged version of what goes on during the, the, the commenting period. Um, I feel like this light is super hot. So I'm going to do, you see that, since we are in the twilight zone right now, what happens if I do this? Ooh. Oh, there we go. That's better. It's All actually, right. it's, it's kind of blinding me. So this, it's kind of better for me. But um, now I'm in, I'm in green in the twilight zone. Doo -doo 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 -doo. Uh, you guys know the theme, you know, the movie, you know, the, the, the music, you know, the show, you know what I mean? Like I said, Rod Serling, uh, great uh, military uh, veteran, mm -hmm. uh, you know, World War II a veteran and uh, did a lot in this show. He created the iconic Twilight Zone. Yeah, did a lot in this show to give us this message, yeah. delivering so many different yeah. messages about about hate, about um, paranoia, paranoia, fear, you know, yeah. racism. So here's this our last episode mm -hmm. that we we watched, a great episode called simply Two, um, and it starts out man starring my favorite action hero Charles Bronson, good old Charlie Bronson. Strong Charles Bronson, strappy, handsome man, hair, you know, Dude, looking like cut, a million bucks, man. No mustache, no nothing. He is another vet, he is another World War II right. vet. So, Charlie Bronson, and man. you got Elizabeth Montgomery in this one, Samantha, but with black hair. We had Darren in one episode that yeah. we watched, and now we have some. And I told Double A, I said, Man, the girl is really beautiful. And then he goes, That's uh, that's uh, Elizabeth Montgomery. And I was Samantha like, Oh my gosh, I didn't really because yeah. she wasn't blonde in this episode. I was like, Oh man, I was like, Yeah, that's her. Once I looked at the face, I could see the little nose wrinkling, and I was like, Gorgeous, she's gorgeous. This isn't before Bewitch, yeah, a few years, a few, a few years before. Uh, but yeah, man, so we get started, and pretty much the, the world is just it's over, it's done with. We had another war, and this time that was the end of it, pretty much. That a war was to end all yeah. wars, apparently. That was it. And Charles Bronson is like by himself and just walking, just trying to find, you know, something, food, yeah, shelter, anything. clothes, anything. Um, then he runs into the enemy, which is Elizabeth Montgomery, which was pretty cool. A right? woman soldier. A woman soldier, yeah. right? How, how yeah. fucking... You know, prophetic is that, you know? Yeah. She looked nice too. And they look, they yeah. both had on their kind of like, they're like, they're, it's, it's not really like what they're not different countries mm -hmm. or what they, what you are. They're just different uniforms. It's, it's weird. Yeah. It's like yeah. almost like a future. Yeah. Unknown to us. And he, he's done. 
he's done with war. He's done with violence. All he's looking for is just trying to live. And she still has that soldier mentality. Mm. She thinks like, you know, he's a bad guy. He needs to die. Blah, blah, blah. There's very little dialogue too, right? She doesn't speak. Yeah. It's only Charles Bronson that speaks. In fact, I think she has two words. She says, I think in the whole episode, if if that, maybe one. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So there's that. And uh, she comes at him. You know what I mean? And he yeah. gives he, he has to kind of give her a whack because he's does. like, you he, know, he, you know, he's tired because he's, you know, he's like, fuck, I'm I'm done. You know, it's over. Look, I was like, look, there's yeah. nothing left, you know. And he Stop tells fighting. her, he's like, do you speak my language? And she's kind of just looking at him where he's like, no, nah, why would you? Whatever. And then he's like, well, look, he's like, there's a difference between you and me, except my uniform and your mm-hmm. uniform. He's like, you know, he's like, and I ain't going to fight over that no more. Like, he's just, yeah, he's, he's tired. It. And, you know, he knocks her out and he finds some food. It's actually weird. It looks like drumsticks in a can. He's it, eating right, like chicken, yeah. but he gets it out of a it, can. It's in I'm a like, can, oh. which I, it might not be surprising. Maybe it was rationed. <laughs> Maybe like so. That, you know, Spam. Oh, okay. You Interesting. Know, spam was rationed in World War right. II like that. So, uh, Can you imagine that? That's like those tamales that come in the can. Yeah. Right? So like pulling one of those yeah. out of a drumstick. Those are ugly. But I guess if you're fucking but hungry. If you're hungry, yeah. Yeah, that's I'm probably, sure it's like probably great, man. Best chicken ever. Yeah. And he saves her a piece. He does. Yeah, because he, again... He, he's done with war at this time. He's like, it's just you and me. It's just you and I. That's yeah. it. You know, and obviously she's very attractive. And he's like, well, and know. to be honest, Double I think that the episode opens on her because she's looking through the shop window That's at right. the dress, That's the right. pretty dress. That's right. Yeah. And she kind of looks at her uniform and she looks at the dress and she's, you know, you get. You, no, no, no. I think uh, it does open on him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I think she he catches her. Right. That's yeah. you're right. You're right. It's, and, they kind of show them yeah. separate, but then they see yeah. where they kind of like because he gets close. He gets right. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, I'm taking this off. Yeah, like fuck the know. uniform or whatever. Like it's he keeps over. a gun, but you know, yeah. uh, he he puts on a suit. He starts, you know, shaving. He sees you know. the papers, and it's like the papers kind of the news gets getting worse. Like it's like this was of like the final bomb, and like it's like nothing left or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you're just like, man, like I know that there's no society really left for us or whatever, you know? But she's still like very like distrusting of him and she even opens fire on him, mm-hmm. which, you know, he's like, he pisses him off because yeah. he's like, really, you know, yeah. I thought we were finally communicating here and, you know, now you're, you know, fucking firing at me again. Yeah. Right. Cause he tells her at one point he gets the dress for her out of the shop window and he kind of tosses it to her or whatever. They do a lot of, I noticed they do a lot of tossing shit to each other. It's kind of like, like here, like you know, what I mean? like yeah. you know, but it's you know, it, it they do so much doubly right with that with their body language and their fate, their movements. Which is great. It's like you said, mm-hmm. it's like nothing's being phoned in. You can actually feel what's going on. You can still feel the tension. You know, you can feel the emotion. You can feel how tired Charles Bronson is. You can feel how distrusting Elizabeth Montgomery's character mm-hmm. is. You know, it's like you say, you can feel all that in twenty two minutes. Yeah. You know, you can feel all those emotions with almost zero dialogue between them two you know almost you know yeah it, it's a great episode of just like him just like you feel bad you just like wow this planet's gone to shit it's done it's over yeah you know and uh at one point they're cleaning up together like they did like this is before yeah, the, the she, she fires water, on him whatever they get yeah. water he throws her a rag he does a lot of like throwing stuff yeah, away like, or whatever you know she cleans up too and then they're kind of walking together but I forget what she sees that makes her open fire on him or whatever. He's doing oh, something. Oh, because she sees like a poster or something. Right, right. And she's it's being It's like reminded. a war propaganda pro yeah, poster. Exa- what yeah. did we say earlier? What did you say earlier? The, the, the power of that uh-huh. machine moving, yeah. you know, the, yeah. the, the war machine, the propaganda machine. Yeah. Just uh, putting that in you. And I think she started to feel like, you know what? Like like he's, he's being friendly to me. So when I lower the gun down, 
he's going to kill me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and so she fires on him and he's like, you know, like, what the fuck? And it's it? funny because there's even a little bit of an element. It felt like to me, and maybe it's just because unfortunately the culture we live in or whatever, but I, I almost felt a little bit like, oh man, is it because she's a woman? Like maybe is he going to try to take liberties? See, maybe but he wasn't that yeah, way. And he wasn't, no. he's just tired. And after he she was, does that, he, he gets pissed and he's like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah, you you go your own way, yep. and I'm going this way. Pretty much know? without saying it, pretty much it's like if we're the last two people on earth, I don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, like, fuck yeah. off. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and yeah, and you know he's looking at her at first, and he's probably thinking like, oh well, maybe you know she's you an can, attractive woman. We could hang you know? out. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's fucking dead. The town yeah. is desolate. You know what I mean? And, so, anyways, I mean who, the other thing too that Rod Serling does is like the the being alone. Mm-hmm. You know that's a that's a theme in a lot of the episodes is just being alone and yeah. how that could really fuck up a human's brain, you know, because we need companionship. We need people around this, you know, and to be solo, to be solo for that long, is like, golly. It's, it's very interesting. I never noticed that. Yeah. Though, but you're right. Yeah. There's one I remember about like the kid that's in the town and he yes. wants to be a musician or yes. whatever. Uh-huh. I remember him, you know, like he's, he wants someone here. And it turns out he's like in the afterlife yes. or whatever, uh-huh. you know? So, uh, so there's like a lot of themes about that too. Of just you know how just being alone is, you know, it's not good for anyone. You yeah. know. So um, she starts kind of like finally kind of like realizing that he's not trying to hurt her. Right. He's not trying to you know kill her when she turns her back around. And you know. Yeah. That you know he's 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 re- okay. really done. He's yeah. done because everything else has been destroyed you know and she gets to look at him in his regular suit and stuff he's not in this uniform one like said charlie bronson is always like a really built dude yeah you know, so and uh at first she sees her pull up and he's kind of like what the you know not what the hell but he's kind of like, like uh, what are you doing here or whatever and you see her step from right on the car and she's in the in the, the dress. dress she yeah. put it on whatever and it kind of makes him smile like yeah okay cool. i think he tosses her some rashes and peaches or something yeah. he's found he's, he's, peaches. He, he's out kind of scouring for stuff yeah. like he knows that Hey man, it's gonna be survival mode now. You know what I mean? So uh, that's another kind of cool thing where, you know, uh, he, he again, he's just like the 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 fighting is done. You know it's, what I mean? It's like, over. You know, yeah, it's over. And this is what we're left with, which yeah. is fucking you know, uh, hopefully each other. You know so again, I mean? it's kind of like a theme that you know Rod Serling does. You know, it's like if we have another big war, it could really be the end of humanity, mm-hmm. and it could be really bad for the survivors. You know, and it's kind yeah. of like again your thing. Remember the history. Remember World War II. Look how England was destroyed pretty much after World War II. You know, Africa, they, they were fighting in Africa. Russia, China, Japan, you know, it was like, man, those areas were left devastated. We dropped two massive bombs, two atomic bombs in Japan that wiped out two cities, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's like, golly, you know, this is where you really want to go? Like, it's almost kind of like Rod Serling telling people, this is where you want to go with the Cold War yeah. happening, you know, the Bay of Pigs. Yeah. Where, you know, it was almost World War Three with us in Cuba when Russia had the missiles right in Cuba. Yeah. You know, it yeah. almost led to World War Three. He's like, really, you want to do this? This is what's going to happen. Yeah. If we go to war, cities are going to be wiped out. The population is going to be wiped out. And what are we going to be left with? You know, pieces of blown up, you know, territories that might not even be part of the United States in 200 years might yeah. not even be part of Japan, you know? And it is, it's, it's such a, a, a powerful message too of like, you know, uh, what's different be- between us except my uniform and your yeah. uniform. Like, you know, it's a, you're it's fighting a for one guy. We're fighting for one guy that is having disagreements, one government against another government yeah. that says, Oh, we can't land there. We can't, 
we can't go there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Someone drew some lines on a map sometime and it was like, this is mine and this is this. And we put a flag on it and said that this is, you know, a place. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, yeah. but, um, it's like, look, I'm sure Rome thought they were going to be in control of the world forever. And now it's one of the poorest cities in the country, you yeah. know, with a shell of what it used to be, mm-hmm. you know, the ultimate power in the world. The ultimate time. power yeah. is, that was made out of marble. When you go over there, it's just a shell of what it used to be, a shell of its greatness, you know. And I think that's what, you know, Rod is kind of trying to show. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and what a guy, right? Yeah. To 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 get done with his time in the service, and then he could have delivered any message with entertainment. He could have probably wrote books or comic yeah. books, or he could yeah. have wrote sci-fi. He could have because the the man seemed to have a really strong mind, and he could have just made a show to to scare people or entertain people. But instead, he chooses to infuse the show with these really really strong powerful and important messages you know shit rod serling's almost like the dark mr rogers you know what i mean it really is but he's still giving you almost the same message and this one even though it's like a really horrific like episode apocalyptic episode it's actually one of the more happier endings Mm -hmm. it's it's almost like an adam and eve almost yeah they walk all over again they walk off together Walk off together yeah maybe starting a new race maybe civilization again civilization you know but uh golly but the you know what you have to go through Mm -hmm. in order to build a world again it's kind of like golly is it worth it yeah and imagine having to yeah. to and, and i like the part too there is a part where, where charlie bronson you know he's like i decree this place free of, of war <laughs> yeah. and, and all that this is a yeah. free land you yeah. know like he just shouts it to the to the heavens because this is a guy that's like fuck man like this is what we're left with yeah you know which is really the the victory i wanted yeah you know? <laughs> yeah can you imagine to be fighting over ironically with what's going on at targets right fighting over the favorite toy and just for the toy to be destroyed that nobody has it it's yeah. like that's what we're doing with you know that's what i think that's what his message is that's what we're doing when it comes to war it's like he came out of all that with very uh again hard-lined opinions we're fighting know? for lands that is probably not even going to be ours you know in 80 100 years you know it was the empire of japan you know the yeah. imperial japan and now japan is like not really a military you know country anymore yeah. it's you know it's technology technology yeah, yeah which is know. awesome they found their way you know what i mean like you know but but just uh, the ugliness of all that Great happened Britain was you uh know. you know the powerhouse for a long time and you mm-hmm. know not anymore <laughs> everything you know? fueled by i know i i sadly say i would say fueled by greed and it by, is. you know people wanting yeah. people wanting more of what they consider to be power yeah. giant fucking meteor falls out of the sky tomorrow with the aliens from a quiet place this shit ain't gonna mean shit you know what i mean it's like you better hope that you're friends with the guys you know that that can you know help you and look out for each other's back you know what i mean like that's fucking really what matters you know it's like uh not to go all hippie on you guys but you know uh you know uh Make no, love, not yeah. war. You know what I mean? No, no. But you know what? Uh, I did read too that he kind of became an uh, anti-war activist too. Yeah. During the Vietnam War. Is that so, right? Yeah. I believe it, man. Yeah. I believe it. Uh, but shit, double A, man. Great uh, discussion about the creation of Rod Serling. Great, know, great dude. Great writer. One of my favorite writers. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, the ending of Planet of the Apes is his. I did not know that. Yeah, so they had given a whole bunch of, you know, people, like, write us some scripts for this new movie called Planet of the Apes. His script sounded really interesting, uh, but it was too, it would have cost too much, and they were looking for, like, a lower budget. Okay. But they loved the ending. 
So they kept the ending. And if you actually see Planet of the Apes, he actually gets writing credits. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So that ending is Ross Earlings. And then when I look back on it and I think about it, I'm like, it feels it, very Twilight yeah, Zone. I'm like, yeah. that's him. Yeah. That's I never him. really thought about it. But yeah, man, it could easily have been. A, and then what know? is it? What is it? It's the world blowing itself up the dystopian world <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. yeah. and then and you, see, you know charlton Hansen, he's like they did it they really did it you and, maniacs yeah. and yeah wow how cool i did not know yeah, that that's very so, badass very badass yeah. but yeah guys this has been our discussion and our talk about a few episodes a brief snapshot of the twilight zone of the uh, master himself yeah Rod Rod and we discussed these episodes in particular in between memorial day and d-day because you know uh, he was a veteran, and he and he came from this stuff, and he lived through it. And a guy that lived through it, coming out with such a poignant point of view and messages, um, it really you can tell it really affected him uh, by all these themes, all these messages in the show. You know, again, not forced, mm -hmm. not forced on a lot no. of them. It, again, a very uh, digestible pill to yes, take the medicine because it like, it's a fun show. It's entertaining. You you really love it. You know, like we said, we love it. You can watch it just for that, but you I mean, have to begin. Yeah, I mean, there's so many, you know, good episodes where they don't even like even think about right, that. Like, right, there's right, one right. episode where I think Poltergeist ripped off one of the Twilight Zone episodes. <laughs> have you ever seen this one? I don't think so. It's called Little Girl Lost. Okay. A little girl falls into another dimension in her bedroom. Okay. And you can hear her voice all over the house. That is a direct ripoff. And <laughs> you know, they call somebody in, you know, who finds the spots where you know it leads into another dimension mm -hmm. and they even have the dead wrap around a rope around himself while they're holding it no and kidding. he goes in and he gets his little girl the only thing that was missing was the poltergeist itself oh. but i mean man if you look at that episode it's like wow this is like poltergeist wow what lazy poltergeist writer was that <laughs> that's what i was yeah. thinking i was like what hey, the clearly hell a fan of the twilight yeah and then you know there's like a you know uh another one too with william shatner you know him and his girlfriend or you know cross country and they I land in this, this restaurant yeah. I love that and he's so superstitious you know the 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 he has the the fucking rabbit's foot on his keychain mm -hmm. the clover leaf he's so paranoid about you know he's about to get a, a big new job a big too. job yeah. yeah that's gonna set him up for like the rest of his life and there's this like fortune machine you know just like a you put in like a penny you know, and it reads your fortune, but he starts believing the cards. It's like a devil's head yeah. with one eye, like because your clothes. Yeah, are certain people like certain things start happening. You know, from these cards, and he gets so hooked, and he starts. It's almost like obsessive compulsive yes. disorder, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, and in fact, he's like he doesn't want to let anybody sit at the table. Like he's just acting really fucking yeah. like crazy. Like, I man, all the credit to the chick. She's already like, I want to get out of here, man. Like, yeah. what the fuck, or whatever, you know. Like, yeah, so that was a good one. I think it's called Nick of Time. Yeah, he didn't believe in himself. She believed in him. She was like, "No, man, you did this on your own. You landed the good job and all that." And he's just kind of like, "Uh, you know what I mean?" So you know the the other Burgess Meredith one that you're talking about. You know, time enough that lasts. You know, mm -hmm. that lasts. yeah. He's got his really bitchy wife. <laughs> she won't let him read. You know, all he wants to do is just read. He's a banker. You mm -hmm. know, and all he does, he just wants to read. And she's like, "You need to stop doing that." Blah blah blah. Uh, he locks himself into a, you know the bank vault. Because he all he just wants to do is read, and then you you, you know you see the whole picture shaking, and there's like a bomb that dropped, mm -hmm. like out of nowhere, mm -hmm. and he's like the only one left alive <laughs> in this town, and he's like super happy. He goes to the library, <laughs> he starts stacking up books, and he's just planning on reading. Like he doesn't even care his wife's dead, he doesn't care the whole town blew up. He he's like I got time enough to read, and but he wears glasses, so 
right when he's about to go down, man, the glasses fall and they break. And he's like, he's super blind. He can't see shit. They show him. like the blurriness of the fucking, like, he can't <laughs> yeah. see shit, man. Like, and he's like, no, that's not, they even did uh, uh, that in Family Guy. And yeah. Like, no, that's not fair. It's not fair. The Simpsons does it too. The Simpsons yeah. took their shot of that one too. But yeah, I mean, it's because it's it's like uh, the true like the irony of it. You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. fuck, man, like you know. And as guys that read comic books and shit, you know, we could certainly relate to that. We wish we didn't have to go to work and just sit around and read all day. <laughs> just uh, just not gonna happen. You know what I mean? And so, then there's like another one I like too. It's called The Hunt. It's like this old man and his dog. They like going hunting, and they're chasing after I forget what animal. It goes into a lake and. They both fall and they both drown, both of him and the dog. Oh, shit. And uh, he's in the afterlife, but it looks like the forest. And he almost goes into the gateway to hell. But the dark, the dog starts barking. Mm. It starts, like, warning him, like, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, like, it's you can feel, the dog can feel the evil. And he's like, ah. and, and the, the gate, the gates guy, uh, the gatekeeper tells him, you can't bring that dog in. And he's like, well, I'm not going to go in there. Yeah. And my dog can't go. Right. So he starts walking and he bumps into an angel and he's like, yeah, we're looking for you. You know, heaven's over here. He's like, well, what the hell is that? You know, he's like, that's hell. That's a gateway to hell. <laughs> you know, and he's like, holy shit. And he's like, was my wife coming soon? And he's like, yeah, she'll be here long soon. And he's like, well, she know. He's like, don't worry about her. She'll know right away. You know, yeah. she'll she'll be here soon. So I was like, holy shit. It's, that was... so, it's so interesting, too. It's such a good show. Like, how it deals with so many, like, these type of concepts. You know what I mean? Like, I almost you know, wanted to buy a dog afterwards. I was like, holy shit. I was going to say, well, you know. You know what I mean? Your man's <laughs> best friend, right? The man, not the woman. The, yeah, because the, the gatekeeper from hell is just, like, a normal human-looking dude. Mm -hmm. You know, and he's like, you know, yeah, yeah, come in. You know, we got we got plenty of space for you. Yeah, come on <laughs> in, you know. But there, there's, like, smoke rising. It's crazy. You know? And uh, man, if there's like again, guys, if you got some more episodes, but then there's one called the Holy Man, and it's like a monastery, mm -hmm. and they pretty much have trapped the devil. Mm. And this, you know, this wanderer comes in, and he's like, he's looking for shelter, and you know, he's like, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, you can stay for the night, but whatever you do, no matter what you hear, do not go near it, do not open this door, okay. You know, he starts howling. You hear the devil start howling. And, and he starts talking to him. He's like, did they tell you, you know, I was the devil and I'm evil and all this? And he's like, come on, man. You know, like, I'm I'm starving in here. They kidnapped me. He you looks know? like a man. He looks like a man. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So the dude finally listens. He starts listening to him. He lets him go. And he starts turning, like, into, like, I guess, like a representation of the devil. And, mm -hmm. and he's like, holy shit. I just, you know, they were right, you know, and. They say like certain events happen when the devil gets out, and he does manage to capture him. Oh. And he's saying, you find out he's saying this story to another person, mm -hmm. and, and he's trying to tell him too. So whatever you do, don't open this door. Well, then you start seeing the person after he leaves. The per this new person opens the door, and you uh. see the devil escaping again. And you're like, holy shit! Yeah, and just goes to show you how that evil is loose on the world. That's that's so funny. I wonder if that movie that I like a lot. It's called Erdementari. It's called the. Uh, the devil and the blacksmith that it's a foreign film but it's on netflix whatever that's kind of very similar they oh, might have, they might have ripped that off that episode it's called the holly man check it out it's a really okay. cool episode the yeah holly man it's funny too one of my favorite songs uh, from culture wall or whatever it's called the devil wears a suit and tie <laughs> uh he talks about that how nice. he sees, he sees the devil nice. he says 
the devil was howling as he passed him by. It's interesting. <laughs> I was like, why did the devil be howling? That's very cool. Uh, guys, I don't think there's any need for us to do another block. What do you think, Devil? Eh? No, 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 uh, no. Let's get into your comments right now and round out this episode. It's been great talking to Twilight Zone with you guys. If we need to go a little bit into the next block, then we will. But let's get right into these comments that we know that we can now bring up on the damn screen because uh, I didn't know that I could do that. And that's All pretty right. dang cool. Joe. All right, right there. Uh, okay, Gabe says, what's up, fellas? We saw that earlier. Oh, Joe is here. Joe. Joe says, sorry I'm late, boys. What's up, Joe? It's all right, man. You're never late when you're here on just another Friday night. We appreciate hey, you man, being I know here. you're busy. Don't worry about it. Yeah, man. Yeah. hope that your mom is okay. We're all praying for her, man. Uh, that's Joe Martinez, co-host of Now Watch This with Lucky and Joe. Looking forward to you guys coming back with another episode. I was uh, without this week, so I was digging into Kevin Hart's podcast. <laughs> Uh, Joe says a quiet place seems like a good topic. Uh, yeah. yeah, it does, man. I wonder who we should talk about that <laughs> with, with, maybe together. Jason in the house. Jason, what's, what's up, up bro? Jason? Where you been, man? We haven't seen you. How's the uh, how's the hunt for Red Hulk going? I couldn't find anything for you. I, know, Sorry. Man, I haven't seen anything either. Yeah, we're gonna go do and flip some flip some books in a couple of weeks here, maybe a, a couple weekends. Uh, go <laughs> check out some comic stores. Joe says Twilight Zone easily one of the best theme songs ever. Scared my ass as a kid. Oh, definitely. I have it on every <laughs> Halloween. Can. Uh, can, yeah. I have it on every Halloween uh, soundtrack that I that I make. Ooh, this is uh, uh, Jason says I miss y'all. I was in the hospital. I'm good now. Jason, that's hey, awesome man. news, man. Glad that you're awesome well, news. man. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, we're glad that you're back, and we're yeah. Yeah, Mainly yeah, we're man. glad that you're well yeah. taking care yeah. of your health, brother. Good, good, good. We missed you too, man. Uh, Joe says, Roxanne, that was one of my favorite Twilight Zones. It was the mom from A Christmas Story. Oh, wow. No shit. Okay, so she Joe knows. Was she yeah. was in it too, huh? All right. All right. Uh, Crystal Sanchez, uh, the devil is very sexy, and depending on the devil you have in your life. <laughs> that is very true. That is, I know a lot of ladies love the Lucifer show. All I hear about is they just watch it just for the guy that plays him or whatever. He's a, but he's a very charismatic dude. <laughs> he's a very charismatic dude, for sure. Uh, but obviously, Al Pacino's been the devil. Jack Nicholson's been the devil. Oh, uh, uh, Robert De Niro has been the devil. That's uh, right. I forgot shit. about that. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Peter Stormare. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Viggo Mortensen. Uh, so a lot, of, a lot of handsome devils in there for sure. So <laughs> okay. I, I can definitely feel uh, you in that vibe. Elizabeth Shoot. Or not Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth uh, uh, Hurley. Hurley. Yeah, that's right. Sexy that's right. devil. There we go. Right. One for the fellas in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe says, did y'all talk about the, the movie yet? Uh, yeah, kind of. What movie? That's so what movie? Uh, a little bit. We a little bit touched on it, how they brought back some of the old, the older uh, stories and redid them, especially like the John Lithgow one, uh, and then yeah, the little boys. Those are obviously classics. Whatever. And I think Burgess Meredith comes out in the movie version as well. I think. Does he? Maybe. Huh. I could be wrong. Uh, let me see. He goes, "Thank you, guys. Mom got out Friday. Good, perfect. Today also, she's finally home. Yes. Appreciate the prayers. That's awesome, Joe. Totally, That's awesome. We love to hear that. Yeah. All the good news about you people that are uh, in the hospital getting home and being better." Uh, Crystal says he makes the devil look like such a good person. Lucifer is really good, and you should watch it. I do watch it with my wife, Crystal. That is a good show. I enjoy it a lot, especially since it's a Neil Gaiman creation. Yeah, so. Neil Gaiman creation. Yeah, he hangs out with Constantine in the comic book version. So I would like to see. Uh, I think maybe I'd like to read the comics more. I watched about the first four episodes, and I couldn't. I know you get, didn't get into it, but yeah. I've heard that it does get going. So maybe I, I give it. Another I chance. liked it a lot. I liked it. A lot. I rarely give you a start and then go back, but I may go. I may go back because I hear some good. And the guys are really good actors. So yeah. And I think they just finished it now, too, in the last week of May. They finally released the last episode. Yeah, that was like a yeah. big deal. People wanted yeah. the, the end or whatever. So. And then Joe says it might not have been a Twilight Zone. Uh, remember, in the 80s, there were a lot of different copycat shows. That's right. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like Talking about, about the Twilight Zone Roxanne Bottle. Yeah. I mean, I again, I 
I saw just a little bit of the eighties Twilight Zone. I didn't get hooked at all yeah. on that, uh, and it's it's because I love the original so much that you know all these revivals. If I see it and I just don't feel it, if I don't feel those subtle messages, I'm just like no, because they're doing it too hard. They're yeah. trying too hard to to do what he did. You know the cool you thing know? about the uh, Jordan Peele one though is that they had actually had a contest. They were looking for people to write stories, ah, write okay. your own Twilight Zone episode. So. They should because that's what he did. He allowed other people to write write that's for the cool. episodes. Yeah, yeah so. I would love to hear the Friday Night Faithfuls idea. Maybe we'll throw this up as part of our Ooh, discussion this week nice. coming up. What would be your Twilight Zone episode? Me and Double A will try we to gotta put, that up. Yeah, put, we do gotta put that up. Yeah, we put that up for sure. Uh, here is here is Rich. What's up, Rich? Richard uh, says, what's up, guys? Oh, "What's up, guys? Sorry, uh, it says I'm late to the show. Hey, you're not too late. We're getting ready to wrap it up. You can also don't worry, watch. Richard. Oh, can... Check out this cool feature, guys. Watch this. Watch this. Let me see what I can do here. Uh, Rich says, "What's up, guys? <laughs> I'm late to the show." And then we got Jason says, uh, "Have y'all gone to Trader's Village yet?" Uh, Jason, he recently did. I did go recently. I did check out the uh, Rad comics. Rad right? comics. Um, I don't want to say anything negative. Well, Jason, Jason <laughs> already had his experience too. That's right. I had a similar experience yes. to what you had, Jason. I'll say that about it. Yeah. Uh, I haven't. It's been a while for me. The last time I went was uh, to meet Ray Park uh, with uh, Roxanne. Uh, that was kind of like the last time. Yeah. Uh, you know, I went out there to trade some figures. But uh, uh, Andy's treasure chest, though, is having uh, one of the the main guys from Super uh, Troopers, Super right? Troopers, yeah. or the Broken Lizards. That's right. Uh, that's group. right. And then uh, they're having the the guy who plays the new Predator. Oh wow! Okay, and cool. He's like six eight, six nine. So I was like, cool. I would like to meet anyone that's played the Predator. Nice. Yeah, know? for sure, man. <laughs> so, for sure, that was so that'd be awesome. awesome. So. So guys, I'm glad you all came in though. That's awesome. Yeah, man. We really appreciate everybody being here. Uh, what else is it? Joe says uh, the original Twilight Zone had every major star of the day. Yeah, that's what we're talking about, Joe. Like the, the episodes I had CM watch, they had like Dick York, Darren, uh, Elizabeth Montgomery, Samantha, Charles Bronson. I mean, mm -hmm. that was big. Yeah, George Takei. I was like, wow, George I was Takei, getting a good uh Burgess Meredith. Yeah, you know? a good dose of uh, stars in the episodes yeah. that Double A gave me. And so just to remind Julie you guys. Julie Newmar came out. Oh, nice. She looks great. She yeah. plays the devil in oh, uh, really? season four. Okay. Where it's an hour-long episode. I got to check yeah. that out. I got to find those, the yeah. hour-long ones. So. Yeah. So, again, guys, we discussed the Twilight Zone tonight. We discussed The Obsolete Man, The Purple Testament, 2, Death's Head Revisited, A Quality of Mercy, and The Encounter. Uh, those were all fantastic episodes, all kind of revolving with a similar theme, revolved around war, things like that. But um, remember, we're, we're doing this as a celebration of Memorial Day and D-Day that is coming up this Sunday. Yeah. Uh, like CM said, don't remember. I mean, don't forget history, okay? That's it's right. It's very guys. important to remember. That's what he was always talking about. Yeah. And if you guys want to know what we always say at the end of every show, you've got to go to the beginning of this <laughs> show because – uh, it is not uh, the, the typical show that we ran this time or whatever. Um, we're close to the break, guys. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and break it. I will bring us back for a few minutes. So okay. We could just chat okay. it out with you guys in the, in the last uh, little bit here. Some of you guys just got here. We don't want to leave you guys hanging. So if you're listening to us on the audio version, uh, it'll be a blip. And then uh, you'll hear us just talking more with the Friday Night Faithful in the comments. 
Uh, welcome back, guys. If you're just joining us back on audio, sorry we got so in, so much fun talking with the Friday Night Faithful. Interested in talking in the comments? We forgot to bring you guys back in on the audio version. Not that we forgot about you. We love you guys. We found a new feature where we can bring up the comments on the screen uh, because <laughs> in the uh, fifth dimension, <laughs> in the fifth dimension, because Double A switched sides with me, and he's obviously much better at hosting this show than I am. But I am good oh, at switching the lighting. Shit. That's what I see. This is what's on Double A side. <laughs> so I play with all these gadgets on this side here. Uh, but if you're watching us on Facebook, you'll see the colors there. So what else we got? Comment wise, yeah, though. we got. Uh, who is this? Joe says the creep was probably the best. I do like him. He's awesome. Uh, man, I on that key collector app that Mario and Gabe told us mm -hmm. about. Man, they have so many cool like uh, the those Vault of Horrors. Uh, and the Tales from the Crypt really? issues, man, those covers look great. Yeah. And they sell for like thousands, oh my thousands gosh, of dollars. Crazy. But that, man, the artwork is amazing. Those covers are amazing. That that uh, app I wish is they a, would reprint those. Yeah, that app is a heartbreaker, man. So it the is. prices on like you know, my nephew recently got into. He's playing the the DC villains Lego game. It's an older game, but it's close okay. mainly by the villains. So he starts asking me about Clayface. You know what I mean? And I was oh, like, oh yeah. man, we gotta yeah, watch yeah. the animated series, right? Yeah. So anytime he gives me something, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get you in. Um, so I'm like, he's, he's like, do you have any comics with him? And I said, man, I don't think I have any Clayface comics. Yeah. Let me go look. I go to Key Collector and I'm like, oh. Oh, I, I don't own any, and I probably will not ever own any. So You're going to have to get modern Clayface. <laughs> I'm going to have to go find him some modern. And apparently there's like four guys that have been Clayface. Yeah, they have been. So yeah, I didn't know yeah, that or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I definitely got to try to say, anybody knows any Clayface out there or can find me a Clayface, maybe that animated figure one or whatever, let me know oh, and I'll nice. gladly pay. That would be cool. I used to see it. I was seeing it like really? all the time at GameStop. You had the oh, wow. black box, that big Clayface. And yeah, now I, I looked it up and, man, that bitch is going <laughs> for a grip. And you know what? We got to go to GameStop that nobody goes to. We got to go like up on the north side. North side? Okay. Yeah. I went to the one in the quarry, and there was a lot of dope shit in there. When we do our run, we'll make a stop there. There we go, man. There we go. It's funny with places that people never pop into. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, so I answered our question. He is a vampire. See, He's a vampire. I, I so how does was. Crystal, how does a vampire and a Frankenstein Produce a werewolf. Although Eddie does kind of look like a vampire when he's not wolfed out. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, they would have the fangs, though, right? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. It's all fucking uh, underworld. Maybe, maybe the here, maybe Lily's dad, grandpa, put a werewolf dick on <laughs> Herman. You know, fucking Herman and the werewolf. Dick. <laughs> Uh, Joe says Monsters Ooh, greater man. than Adam's Family. I love that Adam's Family too. I've seen the series. Have you ever seen the series? Because uh, Caroline Jones is the Adam's Family. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. She's great as Morticia. I, I think me and you were like both big Nick at Night watchers, mm -hmm. so I was yeah. watching them both. Because I would watch like I, mean, yeah. I said this before, like Dobie Gillis and yeah. like My Three Dads, and my dad was always like, "How the fuck do you know these shows?" I was like, when I was a kid, I'm like, "Dad, it's on Nick at Night." So then we watch that Nick at Night. But I, I was always a Munsters. I felt like it was I, funny. I like the Munsters too, but it, you know, the Island Family is such a great show too. Yeah. You know, Lurch. Mm -hmm. That Lurch was great. You know, yeah, the guy that plays Gomez in the show is good too. Uh, like John Astin. Yeah, the crazy yeah. eyes and yeah. stuff. And uh, he came out in a good episode, or uh, not a good episode, a movie, a short movie with that has uh, as the dad Stan from the original It. I've told you about this movie on Disney. You can find it on Disney right now. Just was Mr. Boogity. But that that guy comes okay. out, the guy that plays a uh, uh, Gomez, whatever. It's a fun Halloween in, movie. Uh, the Frighteners too. He comes out in the Frighteners. Very cool, very cool. And then Joe says, uh, "I like how Chuck dressed up for the show. Very suave. Go watch the TikTok, Joe, or the uh, Facebook story or Instagram story, and you'll see why I was <clears> doing my best." Rod Serling impersonation. Yeah, Joe, go back and see the beginning. Or if you have TikTok or if your sons have TikTok. <laughs> Not He's got one for the Now Watch This podcast. I know ah, that. Okay. So, uh, And I also know this. This. Oh, 
Uh, maybe it might be too hot. But, uh, we'll leave it on there for a little bit. Uh, and if you're listening to this audio, I just changed the colors again on the background. <laughs> I'm on double A side and it's so much fun over here. And it's cold <laughs> as fuck because the fan is on. So we need to have some beers to warm us uh-huh. up. So it's different. It's so great when kids get to ask about comics. It is. Man, the uh, it is. Uh, my daughter bought her first comic from Mario. So that was really cool because I bought mine from Mario. So she bought hers from Mario. And all that happened before she got her shirt today, which is the Just Another Friday Night yeah. Podcast t shirt. She guys. picked a, a Catwoman too. That was her first. Nice. Catwoman. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. And we've got one large left before I'm going to do another order. So if anybody wants that last large, please let me know. And I still have shirts on reserve for certain people. Crystal, I know you're holding out for one of those. She says, I. Go ahead, double A. I don't know how they had a werewolf baby. Supernaturals are talented. Makes sense. Well, Makes like sense. I said, maybe grandpa put a werewolf dick on Herman. There so. may have been some witch stuff going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe, maybe half a body of Herman, because we never see Herman's legs. Maybe it's a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Everyone give me your best Herman laugh. Yeah. Can you imagine when he comes? Oh, man. That's why. See, there's a little go. bit, uh, you there know, you or uh, what is we it? We just figured it out. How the hell him and Lily had in a uh, young in young Frankenstein, <clears throat> what she's saying? What did the monster get from you? <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and Crystal right. thinks that's funny. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, well, uh, if you caught the beginning of the show, <laughs> you know, then you know a little bit about what was uh, going on tonight. But we were coming to you. We weren't talking about the monsters. <laughs> we weren't talking about the monsters. Actually. We were coming to you live from the fifth dimension tonight. It's been weird. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely been weird. You, you, you did not. We've been. We're sitting on opposite sides. There's like a whole other world on this side that I'm on with double A. I'm like, what the fuck's going on over here? Uh, we got some great cool shit from uh, Justin Martin, guys. Go check it out. Uh, Graph X <clears throat> Plus. <laughs> Post those again. <laughs> See what I mean? And then, uh, you know, our names have been backwards. Uh, if you want to know what we say at the end of every show, go back to the beginning of this show to, oh, hear, that that, to hear that. Yeah, I know. You it's want like, to hear the ending? Go to yeah. the beginning. It's like Tenet. It's like uh, it's like uh, Memento. Memento. <laughs> Who else have we got here? Joe says Frankenstein made of parts. He actually got Wolfman nards. You yep. know what? I think Joe's explanation might have been better. I give you props on that one, Joe. You know me. I was always a fan of Frankenberry person. But the monsters is a mystery. We must find out the truth. Send them to Maury. Yeah, Rich. Herman, you are not oh, the father. Man. Oh, man. Yeah. You know what? Eddie was cool. But he was a kid that I wasn't annoyed by. You know what I mean? So, and I like the Adam Stanley movies. I think that that Pugsley. Those movies are great. And yeah. obviously, Christina Ricci slays as, uh, yeah. as Wednesday. Although, yeah. I do love that meme where Wednesday is like dancing and she's like, you know, doing the little feet and stuff. So, uh, Great show, guys. Great talk all about the Twilight Zone, uh, specifically five uh, episodes in particular uh, that we jumped into specifically for, you know, like we said, Memorial Day uh, and, and before Don't forget D-Day. D-Day, yes. Remember know D-Day history, on guys. Sunday. It's yeah. a very big event, not just for America, for the world. Yeah, okay? I think we have very few World War II veterans. Like They left, are sadly you know. passing away. So, But again, guys, no reason at all for them to be forgotten. Obviously, yep. we had Memorial Day just passed, and we spent that day remembering. I had the flag fly, flying in my front yard. Yeah, I saw that. That was great. Uh, so, that yeah. was great. I wish yeah. they would come over here and do that. You know what? Uh, I should send that guy your way. I wish they would. I, I, I wouldn't mind doing it. It's 30 bucks for the whole year, and it goes to the Boy Scouts. That's awesome. So it's great. Yeah. I like it it's better awesome. than Girl Scout cookies. Which is uh, saying a lot because I love cookies. Yeah, so. you do. Yeah, I do. Uh, so let's hey, see here. I don't know if you guys realize, but he's fucking controlling this right-handed. Yeah, and uh, it's not that's not 
as fun as I had hoped. Oh, that's right. I forgot what? about this. Rob yes. Zombie's making a monsters I'm, movie. I'm a little leery. I'm like, holy. I don't know. Yeah, that's the way I felt too. What is he gonna make it? Blood and guts. Friday Night Faithful. What do you guys say about the Rob Zombie monsters movie? I was like, golly. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's be good. I'm sure Sherry's gonna be Lily. Sherry, <laughs> his wife. Oh, really? He puts in is everything. She in the in the other one. Yeah, she oh, puts okay. her. He puts her in everything. Yeah. She's the the crazy uh the crazy one chick from, from uh, the, the you yeah. know what uh I'm not except for the Halloweens I'm not that deep in his whole movie shtick I, I, I would to, watch him my wife's a huge Rob Zombie fan okay so, yeah. okay so. I'll check it out I'll watch anything once yeah who's watching the Conjuring tonight are you guys gonna watch tonight you're gonna ah, hold sure. off you're gonna wait uh I'll probably go straight home and, and start checking it out so um we won't talk about it here on this show maybe it will be discussed on the show like now watch this I don't know um but we'll see. <laughs> Crystal says, "I just hope they're not hillbilly monster <laughs> monsters." I know, yeah. yeah. That's such Herman's a, gonna have a fucking uh, right, right. It's such an interesting uh, <laughs> choice for him to do that or whatever. But okay, Rob Zombie. I, I mean, you know, I, I, I give it to you. Uh, yes, his wife is in it. I don't know about it. All right, okay. all right. Is this like old news, or is this just recently going to come out? I, I mean, I, I want to know. know some more. So, uh, Crystal says, "I like some of his movies. I do like the the first two. Uh, what is it? The Devil's Rejects and." The uh, the the second one I forget thousand, was, House uh, of a Thousand Corpses. House of a or the first one is House of a Thousand. Okay, that one's Devil Rejects. Okay. The Halloween I don't like how he made an origin for Michael. I think that should have always been a mystery. Mm. So I the Michael looked cool though. Look, Tyler Main was good, awesome. Good. Sabertooth, big fucker. Man. Sabertooth. Yeah. From, oh, that's uh, him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, great. Oh, great. And the mask. I mean, there's certain things I think he did. Certain things. Too. I just don't like the the typical background. Right. You know? Right. I mean, you got to ask yourself. I mean, that's you know, Halloween. That's a that's a beast to tackle. I would never. Yeah. You can't touch that, man. Yeah. That's a and that's too much. You know, John Carpenter all of a sudden like gave it like bad reviews too. But oh, really? <laughs> yeah. After he after he told Rob Zombie that he thought they were great, so I was like, oh, right, well, he turns his turns his thing. <clears> yeah. So, okay. All right then. Well, you oh know. wow, Crystal says. Uh, he just bought the rights to make Dracula. I thought those were all going to Blumhouse because I thought Blumhouse was going to restart the whole horror monster thing. Right. Wow. Yeah, that's... the Monsterverse or whatever. Yeah, so that's shit. interesting. I mean, I, I, now that I can feel it. So you'd like to see what he does with that maybe, you know. Wow. Um, okay. What was the last good Dracula, man? Bram Stoker's one? That's uh, the, the, yeah. The, 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 if you're talking Coppola about just one? straight up Dracula, right? Just mm -hmm. straight up. Uh, you know what? I wasn't. I thought Dracula Untold was fine. Oh, that's right. You did say I that. I thought that was one. fine. Yeah. I thought that Netflix one blew that one that, that they did like a three parter. Oh, really? That's, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and that was supposed to go into the, the universal horror. That was supposed to be the first one. Oh, that's but right. That one, one didn't said. make money. And then the Tom Cruise mummy flops. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, Joe says that the last few months that that's when okay. it come out. Okay. All right. Well, and and then, I like that horror stuff's happening. You know, that's cool. Crystal says House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Regis, and then Three from Hell. Three from Hell was more comedy. You know that? Really? Yeah. That went straight from like really horror to like comedy. I would check these <laughs> out because I know they've got Sid Haig, and I, I think Sid Haig is cool. And, and so Three from I'll Hell is like his last movie. He did look pretty sick, you know, sickly. All right. Movie. Are really yeah. already? Yeah. Man, crazy. Yeah. So I'll, I'll definitely check them out. You know, uh, best classic monster movie still is Monster Squad. <laughs> you know what? I always say that the creatures in that movie look really good. Like the wolf looks good. The the yeah. the, uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon looks fucking scary. Even the Dracula it looks pretty. You know, they give him the classic kind of outfit, but it looks pretty, pretty, yeah. they're pretty intense looking. I think those are good creatures. Uh, really I've always thought uh, Gary Oldman just looks fucking sweet. I mm -hmm. love the way he looks in that gray suit. Mm -hmm. You know, the armor. 
Looks mm-hmm. very intimidating that armor and the old know? man Dracula like and the that, old man. You know? Well, even like that robe that he has on at the end, you know, yeah. looks like great. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he looks great as the wolf. That's a, a very wolf too. interesting yeah. version looking of the wolf man. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's a very uh, interesting way bat. to make it look. Yeah, oh, that was fucking scary. Yeah, but um, no, man, yeah, that's yeah, I love that Bram Stoker Dracula, but that Coppola one is just really fantastic. I've got all those props, you've seen them on my. On our thing there. So uh, where are we at here? Uh, right below. Uh, there we go. Uh, Crystal says, I'm with you. The Netflix Dracula story was really dope. You did like it. So, no, I didn't like it. I thought it was uh, terrible. It was. Uh, what was it? Why, why, why didn't you? It was like kind of like a modern. Like He was like, it was a modern story uh, a bit. I don't remember too much. I thought the guy was too cheesy. He made it too cheesy. Okay. It wasn't. He didn't look good. I feel like the like that hell seemed cheesy. Dracula, <laughs> like you know, you know that Dracula was cheesy. Yeah, but that felt kind of like tongue and cheek. I know he did. I know it was this like one, some, it was supposed to be like a fifties like. This one felt movie. like it was supposed to be serious, but it was not. So okay, no, no, my bad. But you know what I mean, right? Oh yeah, definitely. I like Van Helsing. I think it's okay. no, no. I like the movie, but that Dracula was like oh, no, very fucking cheesy. Yeah, it was super cheesy. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, Rich says it's all about Hotel Transylvania. Blah, blah, blah. Favorite, favorite Dracula monster movie. Yeah, those are rad, man. You know what? I'm telling you guys, I love the monster cereals. Those are my favorite cereals. Number one, you got to bring back Yummy Mummy and the Fruit Brute. Oh, that's right. They took them off. Right? Yeah. And once you bring them back, let's get the monster cereal movie going. Whoa. Forget Rob Zombie. Yeah. I'm buying the rights to it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to make it happen. And on that note, we're oh. going purple up in here. Purple so we're in the we're rain. in the twilight zone in purple the fifth dimension. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see here. Joe says I'm here for the monster verse. It needs to be done right, and that's why I thought Blumhouse was going to get it. Yeah, because um, if there is one studio that will do that, I think it's Blumhouse. I you, thought The Invisible Man was actually pretty good. Yeah, I liked that one a lot. I it was good, it. good suspense, good intensity. Yeah. Uh, she acted great, yeah. and then the effects were neat. So yeah. uh, I know that was supposed to be tied in as well. Yeah, but that was actually, like, that's supposed to be, like, now the first one. And that one has made a shitload of money for a very little budget. Yeah, and remember, too, that was kind of one of the home premieres during the start of the pandemic. Yes, it was. It it was in theater for, like, a minute. And and then they Yeah, that's right, because I ended up buying that movie on pay-per-view. Oh, really? Okay. Because they had released it afterwards. You know what? We did, too. We paid the 20 bucks. And it was worth it. I was like, yeah, "Yeah, we're all I thought so, too, because I was like, it'll be more... It'll be more with four tickets. You yeah. know, it'll be more than 20 bucks with just four tickets. Remember the pandemic, guys? Remember when we thought it was kind of cool at first? You know what I mean? With being at home. And, you know, then we were like, then we hated it or whatever. And oh, man. People now, write it. You know what, I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what does he say? Uh, I wish Van Helsing uh, was continuing, man. I was so excited for I love the movie. I, I thought it was great. I don't know how it didn't make money. That sucked that it. Yeah, you know, because I was like, "Oh, cool, uh, Hugh Jackman's gonna have another franchise." Yeah, because it you was know? kind of in the midst of his uh, yeah, with X Men uh, fame. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I gotta say, some of these lights on this side don't cast me so so handsome. It looks like we're in two different places here. <laughs> he but, does not like this side. He's not, a lefty. I'm not, I'm not He's not a righty. I'm, not, I'm ready to get back on on that side uh, next week. <laughs> fifth dimension. Crystal says, I love the Van Helsing movie, too. Okay, Van Helsing gets so love for yeah. the Friday Night Faithful. Yeah, right. All right, I like it. Yeah. You know I, mean? like, I guess I, I didn't hate that one. I just was like, no, I liked it a lot. I liked how it kind of felt like a 50s movie. Yeah. You know? So that was cool. But if somebody were to put me and say, what, well, did you buy it? I would say no. And they'd say, when was the last time you saw it? I'd be like, I don't know. It's been a long time. I actually it was do probably own, on cable or I something. I do own the movie, and I have seen it okay. quite a few times. Those I like my, Benny as Igor. Those are my criteria. You know? 
Benny from the Mummy. I like. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, okay, uh, I can see that. I can see that. Uh, Joe says yes. Invisible Man was good. I hope it does launch some movies that don't need to be blockbusters, but good, classically made. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Blumhouse is perfect for that. Very little budget, but those movies always end up making like over a hundred million. So speaking of kind of horror movies, uh, we hear that another Evil Dead is on the horizon as well, really? right? Yeah, that's what I heard. I think that Sam okay. Raimi and and, uh, and Bruce? Uh, Bruce Campbell is on board. So. Well, he had the show. They had the show for mm -hmm. a while on Stars. Remember? Yeah, that's so. right. Yeah, and I heard that I, that was had done good. People liked it. So okay. you know. Uh, I love that original Evil Dead, the first one. You know what I mean? And I love that episode of Creep Show that it kind of was a, a a play to it. With the did you watch that episode? Oh, yes, with the yes, Necronomicon? I did. yes. I wonder if all that ties in. If there's like a, a running thread of that whole story, because in that episode, his brother Ted yeah. Raimi plays himself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like what you know what I mean? Like he exists in the world of the <laughs> Evil Dead. You know, so. uh, Crystal says honestly, my tattoos I have done on my leg, uh, I took a lot of inspiration from the Van Helsing movie. Really, cool. Crystal? It, okay, it, is she in the Friday Night Faithful? She is. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. Send some pics of your leg if you can. <laughs> I'd like to see it. Which ones did you get tattooed? Did, did you, you get got the, like a werewolf? I believe I've seen. The, this pretty Gabriel, cool. I mean the Hugh Jackman man, uh, werewolf. Because uh, he turned into a werewolf. Yeah, I don't remember what which one it is, but that's the one I remember like, specifically sets out in my mind. Whatever. But, okay. Yeah. Feel free. Uh, post away, y'all. Post away. Did y'all watch that Army of the Dead? Oh, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And if you want to hear a great podcast about Army of the Dead, I will highly suggest the Now Watch This podcast with Lucky and Joe. They did a great big breakdown of it, and they found and pointed out some really cool things in it that I missed. I was like, cool. oh, I didn't know that. That was like, you know, they're like, a I alien enjoyed it. I, I, yeah. You hadn't watched it last time we talked. So yeah. okay, I enjoyed it. I <clears throat> I usually enjoy the zombie movies. They're fine. You mm -hmm. know, uh, this one is a bigger budget, so. I liked it. Yeah, I, I, you know, I liked it a lot too. I thought that it was a fun movie. It had, uh, when I was hearing negatives about it, I was like, "What were you going and expecting?" To me, I, it was. I know I, when, when you're expecting a zombie movie, don't expect like a Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> it had action. It had like a, a, it had a plot. It had yeah, a plot. Yeah. There was a big ass plot holes yeah. or whatever. There was some stuff I didn't like. Could have done without. You could have you could have stripped out some of that stuff and just made it even tighter. I like that it was like kind of a, almost like a Latino led team. It was like four Latinos, and you know I think we forget that Batista's some type right. of Latino. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, him and of course the chick that was like a callback to uh, from Alien. She was cool, and then the other Latino dude, yeah, the, right. the YouTubers, right. and so that incorporating that aspect that's or right. whatever, that's and right. so uh, you know the fucking zombie tiger. I mean like, that was badass. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So you know. It was fine. It was was totally that a fine. shot at Walking Dead with Ezekiel? I maybe yeah. we never got to see that in that one. So I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Rich says, "Let me change it up." I hated Ben Helsing. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. It was a good movie. I wish it would have continued. It, it. It's okay to hate it, Richie. You didn't love it. Was it for everybody? Nah, you know what I mean? Like I said, just admit it. He's like, yeah, I'm not. I, I liked it, but it's not rewatchability. Some I mean, stuff I'm gonna go home and rewatch, like the Twilight yeah. Zone. Van Helsing CM has a very specific guideline, so rewatchability. It's very tight. Two, two, two points there. Uh, Joe says, "I'm for the Universal mo Movie Monsters." Watch Abbott and Costello meet the Wolfman. Can I go wrong with those? I think I, he might mean uh, Frankenstein. Oh, okay. Because that Didn't one has Lon Chaney. And that one has Bella Lugosi. Yeah, and then even Vincent Price does the voice of the Invisible Man. Nice. So it's like wow. My mom and dad love those. They yeah. always uh, refer to those. And what was so cool is that I've heard that the you know the character stayed kind of in character. They were still being like the regular Frankenstein. So. I liked it. I I mean those are horror movie legends. So mm -hmm. that's awesome. And comedy uh, legends with Abbott and Costello. Yeah. So. Uh, Richard says, speaking of vampire movies, what about Underworld? I love that first Underworld. The first one is really uh, solid. I yeah, think. Really I like that one a lot. Yeah. It really uh, made my love for vampires grow again. 
Yeah. You know? Was she in all of them? Kate Beckinsale? Yeah, she was. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It went off it's the rails the somewhere. That doesn't I mean. pop up after part two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Somewhere it got away from me, and I was kind of like, okay, I didn't need to go back, whatever. But it was doing some and cool see, things. For me, too, like, I'm a huge werewolf fan. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, just them bringing back werewolves was fucking cool. And then I think part three yeah. is the origin of the werewolf story. That's so right. I, the, the rise you know, of I'm, the lichens or something I'm huge like on werewolves. Yeah. So. I laugh because I remember your brother impersonating uh, Victor a lot. Is it Victor? Yeah, he loved Victor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he loved Victor. That guy's a good actor, though. I like him in uh, Love Actually. <laughs> I know. He's fucking funny in that movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, Joe says, we always get happy when we get some Raza on screen. <laughs> there we go. I know. I'm like, man, where's our peeps at, man? Right on. I, I feel you, Joe, on that. I was like, okay, this is cool. This is cool. Uh-oh. Uh, let's Uh-oh. see. We're doing the color change here. And uh, that's kind of subtle. I don't know. I tell you, but this, I don't know how you do the, you. How do you do the fucking whole show like this? I'm like, I am so blind right now. Like, You know what I mean? I really um, have my angle, man. I have my angle. There you go. You're right, AA. On- oh, the Frankest. Yeah, it's uh, I, I, I know it's weird. It's a weird title, because uh, it more it deals more with uh, the Wolfman than it does with Frankenstein. That's what's weird. <laughs> I thought they met all the Universal monsters. It, yeah, it is in that movie. Oh, okay. It's in Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. But they all come out. They all come out, but it's cool because it's Lon Chaney, it's Bella Bagosi, you know. So yeah. it's you have the classic Wolfman, you have the classic Dracula. Yeah. So that's really cool. Um. And the only thing would have been cool if Boris would have been Frankenstein. That would have been fucking cool. Now, see, I can't remember what it was I was watching, but they were talking about that where Boris Karloff, he they did like an album and he pretty much talked about the universal monsters or whatever. Well, I looked this up on YouTube or whatever, and you can listen to it or whatever, you can hear him talk about the monsters. And uh it's got clips cut excuse me from the movies or whatever with the other actors, whatever. But he talks about the actors as well, like who they are and how they like, you know, how to love and affinity for the characters. It's pretty neat. Like there's apparently an actual album uh, that they made back at that time, whatever, I guess we're trying to like garner up, you know, uh, interest again, interest again in that. Um, But, uh, and he has a really cool, he has a cool movie that he narrates, you know, black Sabbath. Mm. Uh, It's a, it's an anthology movie too, a horror anthology that he narrates. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's actually where the band got their name from. Really? Yeah. Pretty badass. Yeah. So look it up. Uh, Boris Karloff, Black Sabbath. Um, Joe says it has all of them in it. That's what's so good about it. Yeah, it is. Like I said, and you know, just having that cameo, that little voice of Vincent Price. Because oh, like yeah. I said, man, at that time, Vincent Price was your horror guy. Man. Mm-hmm. That was like, you needed Vincent Price if you are going to do a horror movie. You know, he had that voice, that look that he had. You know yeah. what I mean? I just saw that he's going to be in a comic with Elvira, so that's going to be pretty cool. Like, drawn See, in, awesome. you know what I mean? Yeah, but, that's always you know, awesome. It's a guy, you draw him, and you're going to hear his voice. So yeah. it's like, if they I never, mean, Michael you know, Jackson wanted him for Thriller, you know, and Edward Scissorhands, Tim Burton wanted him, you know I mean? Totally, man. That was a legend. Yeah, yeah. dude, that's you know? so awesome. We got him Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Right? So for Tim Burton, that must have been like, oh, dude, they, huge. You're working the, with the, the, the gothic, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff that he's known for, you know? Uh <laughs> Double A dropping knowledge. You mess with the bull, you get the horns. That's what I was doing. So right I got there. the gauntlet back there. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, uh, Crystal said, "I mean, who who doesn't? I love Elvira. You have want, the distinction of meeting meeting her yes, in costume. In costume, yeah. I love Elvira. I wanted to be her when I grow up. Elvira is everything about her. Just sells out. Uh, Crystal, if you go, she's having a book. Go to her website. She's like, you can pre-order an autographed copy of hers." For twenty nine ninety nine, that's not bad for an Elvira autograph. Yeah. Uh, go to her website and it'll show you links of where you can buy the book from. I need, and you can get her autograph. I need Elvira to come back in costume second meter. I got to. I don't meet, know how Billy Madison 
Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I heard she's doing the costume less and less now. Yeah, she too, is. So. Like what well, Mario said mm-hmm. too. He was like, "Man, you got lucky that you yeah. know she came." That's why I was like, "I don't know how yeah. Billy Madison." I'd be willing to travel for that a little bit of a Ooh, ways maybe shit. to get it because yeah, that's pretty iconic. And who knows how much longer she's going to be doing it? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I got to meet her, Cassandra Peterson. She was wonderful with it's, my dad. It's weird, right? uh, but like, not in costume. It's weird, right? Like how everything she puts out, it just sells out like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, I've told this story before that her and Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens, they're very, very smart because they own their property that, outright. That's awesome. yeah. and, and she has her shit on all kinds of websites, guys. I look for her stuff all the time, and it is—it's always sold out. Yeah, and it's fucking expensive. Like, I've like, always wanted calendars. She has calendars mm-hmm. that just always sell. She even sells like old calendars. Yeah. Like from 2018, and you know what she does that smart. She only puts certain merch on certain sites, yeah. so you can go to like yeah. Creepsville. I have a wonderful. I'll, I'll post it in the Friday Night Faithful, but you guys have probably seen my mouse pad before. Is like where your wrist <laughs> yeah. rests on her boobs, but uh, yeah, yeah, she's got a great um, uh, a shirt on a site called Fright Rags. It's a baseball tee, and it's her oh. holding two beers, but it's uh, it's not Coors Light. It's uh, it's something you know, cool like she's always doing. But uh, it's it's. Remember when it's fucking 38 bucks for a baseball team and it's always sold out. So I can never get it's it. Like I said, I, I love that line in the movie where like she bumps her head on the car and he's like, how's your head? It was like, I never had any complaints about it before. <laughs> 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 Looking classic Elvira, man. She's so awesome. Uh, Joe says, uh, Thriller was awesome. Price is what put it over. I mean, man, that laugh at the end. Fucking <laughs> awesome. I can't even do it justice. No, but that's, you know, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crystal says, yeah, I bought makeup off her website. Oh, and I just got her movies on DVD. Yeah, there you Very go. Very nice. There you go. Very nice. Uh, Joe says, I always like those creature feature hosts. Yeah. Yes, yeah. definitely. Uh, mm-hmm. Joe Bob Briggs. Yeah. Uh, Rhonda Shear. What do you call Rhonda Shear? Rhonda Shear was on there, too. Where's Rhonda Shear at? She wants to see some stuff. Joe says he likes Elvira and Svengali. Mm, <laughs> I forgot Sven, about Sven, that guy. Svengali. Svengali. Uh, Foxy Roxy's a fan of his. I, know was talking I about forgot that. about that. <laughs> He's liking our conversation. Rich is, Rich is giving this. I watch the Elvira movie every season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember, there was a time on Prime where there was like 13 nights or something like that. Yes, it was yes. uh-huh. And if you ever watch those movies, she pops up during them. Uh-huh. And she's like, what's going on with this guy? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, so one of the like movies. Like that movie theater, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. One of the movies had fucking Bill Maher in it before he was like oh, Bill Maher. Right, and I was man. like, look at this fucking guy. That's right. Because I remember Married the Children. Married mm-hmm. the Children. He comes out one episode. He's like some stupid game show. Yeah. And they're fucking, those movies are terrible. Like, I was like, it needs Elvira to pop out in it to make it worth it. so great shit guys uh we gave you guys a whole block but i think we're gonna close it out it's been a blast and a joy hanging out with y'all uh shit maybe we need to start later so you guys get in there the sun was still up right so yeah you creatures of the night you guys you guys truly are the friday night faithful are creatures of the night they're the friday night faithful so that's at night at night so guys thank you so much for joining us tonight in the fifth dimension um i have I'm been gonna going, go grab a margarita there you go i'm gonna let double a get him he's been so uh supportive of me man i really appreciate oh, it yeah. or whatever yeah. so uh you know me i'm gonna go grab a horror movie or two and maybe watch some more or, episodes of the twilight no you have to watch the mask with just mm, that's right i gotta yeah, watch that gotta episode. watch that episode. i gotta watch that one guys see if that jogs the memory definitely definitely so uh i think that's it let's see joe says <laughs> 
Good night, Kenny. Yeah, Great times. And now we found this new feature, so we'll probably be throwing your comments <laughs> yeah, up on see, there. Yeah, loves it. <laughs> uh, make sure to check your spelling. You know, I have you up here looking like a, a nut. Uh, let's see what Rich says. It's always fun, guys. Have, have a good night, night, Richard. Rich, we have appreciate you showing up. Never late here, guys. You guys are always, always welcome. Crystal, good uh, night. Good night, Crystal. Good uh, and let's see who else here we got. Uh, Jason, Jason. good night, hey, Jason. I'm glad you're healthy. Yes, man, totally, man. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Uh, Joe. Oh, shit. Eric Stoltz, Max? Ooh. <laughs> no, not yeah, that one. No, not that one. Not that one. I'll watch oh, Eric Stoltz in. Uh, Jeez, Rich. You kill me. Just, uh, oh, yeah, we're, we're not. We're, you know, they take Rich's comment uh, off here. Right? Yeah. yeah, we're going to go back to Hyde on oh, that way. Joe, get us something on there, Joe, for Rich. Yankees, there. please. <laughs> please. Somewhere. Guys, well, tonight, <laughs> from the fifth dimension, it has been uh, one of your two hosts. I am Chuck MC. And this has been Adam Adamantium. And if you want to know what we say at the end of every night, uh, every show, guys, go check out the beginning of this show. We will leave you uh, with that. We're not going to tell you here what we always say. Uh, but we got a little something <laughs> from Joe there. Yankees. You. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. We greatly appreciate you guys being here tonight. Uh, it's been wonderful hanging with you. And we will see you guys next Friday night. Good night. Good night. Ha, 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 ha.